Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, it's 17th day of July. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Five people have now been confirmed dead and two children remain missing after a flash flood uh, swamped the Bucks County Road on Saturday evening. The missing children include a nine-month-old boy and a two-year-old <sighs> girl. Officials in Bucks County's Makefield Township said torrential rains occurred at about 5.30 Saturday in the Washington Crossing area. In a news conference on Sunday afternoon, Upper Makefield Fire Chief uh, Tim Brewer said the children were part of a family visiting from Charles in South Carolina. They were on their way to a barbecue when they became trapped in the flash flood. The father and grandmother of the family managed to escape with a four-year-old son. The mother took the two younger children. However, officials said the mother and the two missing children were swept away by the floodwaters. Of the seven people initially reported missing after the flood, five have been recovered. The mother is among the bodies that were found. We continue to look for the two children. We are not going to give up regardless, Brewer said at Sunday's press conference. The area got six and a half to seven inches of rain in 45 minutes on Saturday. It's astonishing. Overall, eight people were rescued from cars and two from a creek over the weekend. Three vehicles were swept away and later located. Uh, no one was found inside of them. One of the vehicles was found a mile and a half from where it entered the creek. On behalf of more than 13 million Pennsylvanians, I want uh, I want Butts County to know that we are here with you, we are praying with you, and we will continue to do everything in our power to lift you up, said Governor Josh Shapiro. They were talking to some lifelong residents in that area who said they had never ever seen conditions like that well i mean that's that road river road is prone to flooding i mean and it floods all the time the houses along there yeah. I, mean, I had friends that lived there in high school and their houses were flooding all of the time but uh, and then this flash flood you know it happens but yeah they're saying this was like within 45 minutes you know because sometimes because i was thinking did they drive past a barrier i think they didn't even have time to close the road right, that's yet. what they're saying yeah, yeah they got yeah. caught in it i wonder what the suggestion is if if you find yourself getting if you're in a vehicle and and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you you get in water that's too deep. And I would think you would need to stay in the vehicle almost no matter what. That's my guess. Even if it started moving on you. I think you're your right. Your likelihood of getting out and being safe is pretty damn slim. But what you panic do you do? and you don't know what to do. So I, I, I don't know what would be suggested. You had a situation that actually started to become that yeah. you know, down the road from here. I called Steve. Yeah. It was, there was a flooded area right down in Belmont and, and the Schuylkill. And my car stalled, and I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know what to do. So I called Steve immediately. I'd open up my door. The water was all the way. It was like almost about to come into the vehicle. Yeah. And I called Steve, and I'd shut the door, and I'm like, I don't know what to do here, man. You're like, I don't know what to do either. And in that time, in that span of the phone call, I opened back the door back up, and it had drained off. Oh, wow. And I got really, really lucky. It's terrifying. And my car started back up again, and I got the hell out of there. But that's the only time I've ever had a panic like that before. You can see, though, the power of water. Oh, yeah. man. You know. Yeah. Yes. How to, quick to move. It, yes. Yep. Anyone in Upper Mayfield Township who has experienced damage to their property or business is asked to report it. You can call the township today, uh, and the phone number is 215-968-3340. Michael Burham, the inmate with survivalist skills who escaped a prison in Pennsylvania, has been captured in an area near Warren after more than a week on the run, authorities announced this weekend. A Warren County official told CNN they are preparing an isolation cell at Warren County Jail for Burham, but uh, did not intend to keep him past yesterday. It's unclear 
where he will be transferred after that, but he will not be housed in the prison where he escaped, officials said. Uh, he broke out of the Warren County Prison in northwestern Pennsylvania shortly before midnight on July 6th using tied-up bed sheets and elevating himself on exercise equipment, according to a county spokesperson. Authorities described him as a dangerous inmate with military experience and survivalist knowledge after the escape from the 140-capacity facility that holds inmates awaiting trial who are sentenced to two years or less behind bars. Kathy, they said he, they used those uh, sheets to manufacture a tank, and that's how he got out. <laughs> His capture happened after Pennsylvania State Police got a call from their on their tip line Saturday from residents reporting a suspicious individual before 4 p.m. in Warren County. A married couple went outside to check on their dog after hearing the animal barking near the back of their property. They rode over in a golf cart. They found Burham and asked him what he was doing. He, they said he looked dirty. He was wearing his prison pants inside out. And he Nothing. Told, he, no, he told, no, he told <laughs> playing the, with your dog. Yeah. He told the couple that he was camping. Ah, yeah. camping. By the way, backing up for a second, the only thing that's missing in this story because of the bed sheets is a file in a cake. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's right? classically <laughs> obvious. As you, it's like turning your back and he runs out. Yeah. You know, that, it doesn't get any more basic than uh-huh. that. But this does kind it's of... It's like the remedial Rambo. It, it answers some questions for me because I, I do I have this fantasy of being able to... Uh, be on the lamb for a long time, and right, I wonder right. how long I could be on the lamb for. Yeah. Actually, a while ago, I don't know if you remember this, Casey. This is something you talked about a number of times. Yeah. We were trying to secure bloodhounds, right, to see if we could literally have you oh, on the yeah. run. And somebody had them, and then they they weren't available. We we went pretty far. We should try that again. We should do our own own version of Running Man with Casey, right. yeah. and we we get stalkers <laughs> yeah. to to track him <laughs> and find him in the streets of Philadelphia put, somewhere. Put the old points out to the uh-huh. listeners. And see but how long it takes before you get. That's the thing. I this this goes against <clears throat> my plan, which is I would not travel during the day at all. You only travel at night, and then you you hide and camp during the day. I don't know, Case. I think it's a new Bucksco versus Delco, and we see who can. <laughs> who is that right? Elude. Is this a fantasy of yours too? <laughs> who can elude the authorities the longest? <laughs> Watch Kathy go so deep yeah. into this one in which she, like, smears herself in poop to throw off the scent. I'm going to kill you. It's like a bamboo Jesus. shoot coming out of a yeah. crick and she's underneath. Never yeah. come back. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, so the owner of the property recognized uh, the man. Got I his- want what they <laughs> Got his wife back uh, in the golf cart. We found her. She was in a Target. <laughs> she was in a Target. <laughs> you only search Target. <laughs> it's hiding in the changing a, room. Uh, Preston, it's literally a hard Target search. I love it. Uh, so the owner of the property said he recognized the man. He got his wife back in the golf cart. They went back to the house and they contacted police. Law enforcement using police dogs tracked him through the woods. Burham was taken into custody shortly after 6 o'clock on Saturday. During the week-long search for the inmate, police found stockpiles of supplies, including clothing, food, and other items in a wooded area near the city of Warren that they said uh, that they said they believed that he was using in the woods at the time. If you forgot to file your taxes during the early days of COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, today is your last day to do so. Nearly 1.5 million taxpayers may still be eligible for a tax refund from tax year 2019, according to the IRS. The agency estimates that almost $1.5 billion in refunds remain unclaimed. By law, taxpayers normally have three years to file and claim their tax refunds. The original tax day in 2020 was delayed by 90 days due to the pandemic, so the usual three-year window has also been pushed back and that's today, July 17th. There is no penalty for filing late if a taxpayer is owed a refund, according to the IRS. If taxpayers don't file in time, Treasury keeps the money. The 2019 return must be filed on paper rather than electronically and has to be postmarked today, July 17th. Tax year 2019 
forms can be found online on the IRS forms, instructions, and publications page or by calling 800-TAX-FORM. The IRS estimates an average unclaimed refund for the tax year of 2019 amounts to $893. Uh, 2019 did not include pandemic stimulus payments, which were worth up to $1,400 and were delivered to people in 2020 and 2021. For whatever it's worth, Kathy, don't call that 800 number because you will be on hold for four and a half hours. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the IRS is woefully understaffed. I had a few issues over the last two uh, years, and uh, the 800 number, while in existence, doesn't actually provide much service. All right, well, good luck if yeah. you're filing today. <laughs> in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies came back to beat the San Diego yeah. Padres 7-6 right. in 12 right. innings yesterday afternoon at the Get ballpark. Kyle Schwerer hit his 25th home run of the season and then hit a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 12th to lead the Phillies to the win their third in a row. They are off today and open up a series at home tomorrow night against the Milwaukee Brewers. Aaron Nola will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 640. At Wimbledon yesterday, 20-year-old Carlos Alcaraz beat Novak Djokovic to win his second Grand Slam title and first at the All-England Club. Alcaraz, who was the number one seed in the tournament, won the championship match in five sets, 1-6, 7-6, 6-1, 3-6, and 6-4. With the win, Alcaraz will retain the world's number one ranking and will attempt to defend his U.S. title at this year's final major when it gets underway in August. And a Tour de France spectator trying to take a selfie caused a massive crash. About 52 kilometers into the event, a spectator allegedly holding a cell phone in their hand while on the side of the road inadvertently touched American rider Sepp Cuss and caused him and several other riders to fall. There was a spectator leaning into the road, I guess. It just happened suddenly, and that's part of the tour. There are a lot of people cussed. Ideally, that wouldn't happen, but it's the biggest bike race in the world, and a lot of people don't know exactly what's going on, he said. He added that he did not see it coming. Organizers of the Tour de France are reminding fans to be aware of the riders coming down the paths and to pay attention to the riders. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Um, happy to see you guys. Yes, once likewise. again. Not happy at the, the hour that we have to get up to see each other, but... <laughs> I am happy to see you guys once again. I missed you. And uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks, but uh, we return back in the throes of it all here in uh, Bella Kinwood in our lovely little Preston and Steve studio at MMR. Yes, it is great. Yeah, so we have some things lined up for you, including a new Word of the Week prize. We have a pair of Terrace Club tickets for the Pocono 400. Whoa. Uh, which is this Sunday. Yeah, the Terrace Club tickets, that's way up high. When you go to a place like that, you want to be up high. You can see the whole track. And we have your chance to win that. And it includes a shaded seat for the race, uh, pit, paddock passes. So pitted. To get up and close to the cars in the pit area and pre, uh, pre-race pre and food and beverage and all that stuff. So You can hang out with my dad. Uh, is he going? Yeah, he's going. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Excellent. All right, so we will be giving that away on Friday. We'll need the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize starting uh, this morning at the end of the program. And we have a bunch of other things to give away, too, on top of that. I'll run through the list of giveaways. It's pretty extensive. Uh, so we return, um, you know, lo- fully loaded and ready yes. to go. Um, so we'll take a break, come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report and the stupid question. The giveaways start then, so make sure you stay with us because we will not be gone long. And we're back together once again, my friends. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. 
take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, hmm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question, prize day. We have $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card question I have. Uh, this was sent in to us by a listener, Harry Wood. He sends me all kinds of really good stupid questions from time to time. Um, and I think we will go with this one. Marissa, all right. Marissa will like this one. I, oh. I, I am curious if you will have the answer to this or not, Marissa, because I did not know this, and I know this movie well. What was the name of the original drummer for the Oneaters in that thing you do before a guy was subbed in for him? Or the Wonders, I should say. 215-263-WMMR. I know the actor who played him, but I didn't know the character's right, name. Right, What was the name of the original drummer for the Wonders in that thing you do before a guy was subbed in for him? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. We'll go through some birthdays. Well, you wait that answer today... Is the seventeenth day of July, and it's a biggie. It's David Hasselhoff. Oh, David Hasselhoff. It's a Hasselhoff. The birthday. legend. It's not a milestone. When that was last year, he turned seventy last year. He's seventy-one years old today. Gave us Baywatch and Knight Rider, and hooked on a feeling. His cover was uh, a pretty classic. And uh, Baywatch Nights. And you Baywatch remember that, which Nights. is their attempt to do the X Files meets Baywatch. Brilliant. And was that the, the other character he played on Baywatch Nights? Was that like a relative? Of... That was him. I know it was him, but yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a, a different no, character. He was playing the. He was. That was his night job. Oh, that was. Yeah, up. I kid you not. I thought so they during turned... the day, lifeguard at night, <laughs> paranormal investigator. See, I thought they pawned it off as it was a different guy. No. Oh, that's funny. You might be thinking of uh, Garth Knight, yes, who was uh, Michael Knight's evil twin. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. From yeah, Knight Rider. from Knight Rider. Yeah, and uh, Preston, you. you you know okay. how you knew he was evil because he had a mustache. He had a mustache and a goatee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a little beard, too. He's 71 today. Uh, Camilla Parker Bowles, uh, yes. the queen, has a birthday today. Is she the queen consort or is she the I queen they queen? Named her queen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I very loosely keep and track of that. And more importantly, stuff. who cares? Uh, <laughs> she is celebrating her 76th birthday today. Camilla Parker Bowles. Uh, it's also Donald Sutherland's birthday today. Love Donald Sutherland. Uh, he is turning 88 wow. years old. Yeah. 
Everything from uh, the Dirty Dozen to Animal House to Hunger Games. Do you remember the movie Kelly's Heroes, where he's sort of the hippie tank driver in uh, World War II? Vaguely, yeah, I vaguely. Remember and we saw that. his ass in Animal House. Uh, we did. Yeah, for a moment. He <laughs> reaches right. to the upper shelf and yeah. you see his butt. And uh, movies like Mash. Yeah, that was a movie before it was yeah. a TV show. Yeah. And Ordinary People and so on. He's 88 today. P.J. Soul. Oh, my God. Who's in a few um, kind of classic uh, films, Carrie and Halloween and Rock and Roll High School. Yes. And Stripes as well. She is uh, 73. Oh, okay. She's the, the love interest for, uh, who do you call it, in, in Stripes, right? Uh so Which one? Uh, I think Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd is with the... the no, Dan show. Aykroyd isn't in Stripes. Not, oh, okay. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, sorry. Yeah. You're... you're <laughs> Sean Young, was... uh, the, uh, Sean Young was one. Who was the one that he was uh, flipping pancakes? Giving the Aunt Jemima treatment. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, I think that was PJ Souls. Okay. All pretty right. sure, yeah. Uh, so she is 73 today. Uh, Geezer Butler. Geezer. Bassist for Black Sabbath. Wasn't Some... the rumor that he lived near you guys? And I never believed it. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out that it was true. Because <laughs> uh, we had had Tony Iommi right. on the show one time. And he's like, yeah, he married a girl from St. Louis. And, and I never believed it. Never once. I would have just missed it. had said where he lived. And like uh, you could go by his house on Halloween. Which was bizarre. You opened up the door and there were guitars all over the wall. I just never believed it. It's funny when you have those little things pop up in your neighborhood. Every there was a former Met named Ron Swamboda, who everyone, Swamboda. Right, everyone, he's, he's one block over. And I'm looking at this house. I'm thinking, a professional baseball player lives in that house. Yeah, it just didn't seem to sound well, up. Darren he, Dalton, he didn't. We knew where he lived, and we would drive past his house all uh, the time. But it would probably look like like a there was it would, no a he, nice he house right. Definitely lived there. Yeah. 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 So, Geezer 74 today. John Ventimiglia, uh, Artie Bucco, on The Sopranos. And a big birthday for him today. He turns 60 years old. Uh, Angela Merkel, the Chancellor of Germany. Uh, six... <laughs> yeah. This is her birthday party. She does a little dance for him. Uh, she is uh, 69 years old today. Uh, a Philly guy, Mike Vogel. Yes, we like Mike Vogel. Uh, a 44th birthday for him today. So, I can go ahead, Case. Hi, Mike. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I think we first saw him in Cloverfield. Uh, he he kind of dies early on in the movie. Excellent. Uh, but he's great in The Help. And I just saw him because uh, kind of making the rounds on whatever cable channels right now. She's out of my league. And he's in that movie as well. So he I was, was just watching him the other day. He was in that show, Sex Life. Was he? With the one, the one oh, the real horny big one. dong shot. He was not, uh, he did not. The donger. Was, he was not the donger, but uh, yeah, he was in that show. He was also in Under the Dome, was he not? Yes, yes he, he was. was. Yes. Yeah. And Which that only got one episode. I know. I was like, what the hell? I read the book. Yeah. I wanted to see the show. Unfortunately, I didn't finish. He's 44 today. And then the last birthday I saw, the one and only Roy Kent himself, Aww. Brett Goldstein. Oh. Celebrates his birthday today. He is uh, 43 years old. I was looking around to see if I could find a clip that Marissa could play for those who <laughs> don't watch Ted Lasso, and I couldn't find any that don't drop an F-bomb that we're playing. Let's rob him now. I've got a... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Or, uh, uh, I'm Ted Lasso. I'm Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, cowboys. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have a coffee mug of him at home. And it just has the F word underneath this. That's great. That's great. He's uh, he's the best. He is uh, 43 years old today. So happy birthday to everyone. Won a few Emmys from that show. Celebrating birthdays today. We'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the original drummer of the Wonders uh, before Guy was subbed in? 215 215- 
263-WMMR is the number, and we will go to Nancy, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Nancy, good morning. Good morning. I All right, Nancy. Chad. His name was Chad. Yes. Oh. Way to go, Nancy. And it was uh, Giovanni Ribisi yes. plays him. A very, very small role. He had very, very little to do in that movie, but... Yeah, he was the original drummer, and he broke his arm by trying to hop over a uh, parking meter. Uh, so, Nancy, you got it right. Hang on the line. We are going to say you have a $50 Rita's uh, Italian Ice gift card. Rita's new peach ring ice is peach perfect. You can put a peach ring on it with gummy peach Ooh. rings right on Ooh. top. Uh, this new flavor is here for a limited time only, and you can stop by Rita's today. That's a Beyonce reference. It is. It is yeah. a ring on it. Mm. All right, so we'll go through some of the box office take this weekend. Mission Impossible had a uh, big take. Uh, uh, actually, they had a couple of weeks, I think. When did that initially come out? Uh, was it last? No, it was over the weekend. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 56.2 million. Uh, then you had Sounds of Freedom was second, followed by Insidious, The Red Door, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Elemental was fifth, and then Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse, Transformers, Rise of the Beast, No Hard Feelings at number eight, then Joyride, and The Little Mermaid at number ten. Um, fans of the nanny are remembering a scene from a 1994 episode following Fran Drescher's announcement last week. That SAG-AFTRA is on strike. And a clip from the show during which Drescher's character refuses to cross a picket line has been making the rounds on social media. And people are expressing their surprise at discovering that the actress has been the president of the union <laughs> since 2021. They had no idea. Yeah, we've yeah, known it's, absolutely. it's our union. We've known for quite a while and, and uh, from time to time we will get voicemail messages from Fran Drescher. So what year was this clip from? 1994. 1994. Someone did the research, went back to 1994, (laughs) an episode of The Nanny, Mm -hmm. to get a clip about The Nanny talking about crossing a picket line. I did watch the the press conference, or some of it, because it was like 40 minutes long or something along those lines. But I watched her speech, and she was very impassioned and and very impactful, This is a big one. Uh, Elijah Wood and Bob Odenkirk uh, took to Twitter to applaud Drescher on the speech that she gave on Thursday. Thank you. Which has gone viral as well. And uh, she had said, the eyes of the world, and particularly the eyes of labor are upon us. Uh, what happens to us is important. What's happening to us is happening across all fields of labor. Uh, stars such as Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde, Rosario Dawson, and Mandy Moore all joined the picket line on Friday. George Clooney also voiced his support for the strike to deadline, calling it an inflection point in our industry. Uh, the funny thing is, hearing her speak without that affectation, or at least reduced, it's kind of jarring when she's talking in her Regular Fran Drescher voice. Yeah, you're so used to hearing yeah. the nanny. Exactly. I've had the nanny. Um, an alleged, this is a terrible story, an alleged drug dealer known as the Percocet Princess has been arrested in connection with the suspected overdose death of Robert De Niro's 19-year-old grandson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Haley Marks, who's only 20 years old, allegedly sold uh, Leandro De Niro Rodriguez drugs before he was found dead in his financial district department on July 2nd. She was arrested during an undercover sting operation conducted by the NYPD, and she's been federally charged with distribution of narcotics. Uh, From the outset, police have been probing Leandro's death as a possible overdose after white powdery substance drug paraphernalia were found near the teenager's body. Uh, Leandro's mother, uh, Drena De Niro, is Robert De Niro's eldest daughter with his ex-wife, Diane Abbott. Uh, Drena had previously disclosed that she believes her son died after taking pills laced with fentanyl. 
Uh, the person who sold the tainted drugs to the teenager did so knowingly, she claimed. Huh. Uh, the city's medical examiner has yet to reveal an official cause of death, but sources say NYPD detectives in Narcotixboro, Manhattan, South have been brought in to probe the case. So that's just tragic. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah it happens tragic. a lot, though, where they get it's, stuff gets laced with fentanyl and people don't know and they Good die. Good kid and, yeah. uh, you know, obviously had a, a huge future ahead of him. So just terrible. Um, this is pretty weird. Uh, Billy Baldwin, haven't mentioned that name in a while, right, yeah. Yeah. revealed on Twitter on Friday that he went to high school with the guy Rex Hurman, oh. who is the man charged in the Gilgo Beach murders. Oh, Billy. <laughs> and he went to high school with him. He said, oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's right. He's from Massapequa. Yep. He wrote, woke up this morning to learn oh, that the Gilgo Beach serial killer suspect was my high school classmate Rex Hurman. I, I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Hurman. Let's go with that, yeah. Um, uh, Brenner High School, Massapequa, New York, class of 1981. That's effed up. The backdraft actor expressed surprise in finding out the news. He wrote, married, two kids, architect, average guy, quiet family man, mind-boggling, mind boggling, and Massapequa is in shock. You guys so were talking about this when I came in here, Kathy yes. and, and Steve. The Giggle yeah. Beach killer. We both remember when yeah. it happened. There's a Netflix um, sh- uh, documentary, which I just watched, um, which kind of, you know, they don't point fingers. You you come up with your own conclusion, but you are you basically look at a neighbor who is not this guy. And I was saying, that poor neighbor. Right. Uh, Everyone it, thinks it that's him. the guy who did it. Everyone thought it was him. Yeah. So how long ago, did when did this take place, these murders? Like 13 years ago, yeah. I think. Okay. Wow. But, and uh, uh, so there's a number. Now, they, they're connecting him to, I believe, three of the murders. How many three, were Three, possibly a fourth. Yeah. But there were ten bodies found in right. this area. So mm-hmm. I guess they will look to try to connect him to the others. Yes, By the way, girl. you go to any place Ma- in Massapequa, Massapequa Park on Long Island, there is a Baldwin picture hanging in every diner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the yeah. celebrity. That's uh, the celebrity of Massapequa. Of the the celebrity family, I should say. Wow. All right, so this was uh, weird. Um, Ty Pennington shared photos of himself in a hospital bed to Instagram on Friday, revealing that he had been admitted to the ICU uh, shortly after attending the premiere of Barbie. And he wrote from the red carpet to the ICU, this last week has been interesting. I'm okay now, still recovering. He said, to shed some light on why I was MIA, Sunday I hit the red carpet for the Barbie movie. Monday I... Could barely. I flew to Colorado to uh, start filming in Breckenridge on Tuesday morning. I woke up, woke up at 4 a.m. and I could barely breathe. Wow. He said, it turns out the sore throat that I've had for the last month was actually an abscess which had grown so large wow. that it was closing off my airway. We have audio of him attempting to talk, Preston. Oh, wow. Just gibberish. Yeah. He said, the next thing you know, I was intubated and flown uh, to the ICU in That's Denver. scary. Uh, uh, but I guess he is doing okay now. But uh, that came out of nowhere, too. Or at least he just thought it was a standard sore throat. <laughs> Turned out to be an abscess. Wow. <laughs> again, I'm sorry. <laughs> time. One more time. <laughs> oh, okay. Glad you're feeling better. <laughs> uh, people reports that desperately seeking Susan actress Rosanna Arquette crashed her car into a building at the Point Doom Village Shopping Center in Malibu last week. Uh, <laughs> Dude, she was in Pulp Fiction. But they go back to some 1980s movie to, to reference her in this story? Usually <laughs> in these stories, yeah. they will use four or five different um, movies okay. as, a, to the, as a descriptor. The made-for-TV movie, Zuma Beach. 
<laughs> That's you guys all remember her from Zuma Beach. Uh, definitely seeking Susan, I would remember her from. <laughs> so the sheriff's office said we can confirm Rosanna Arquette was involved in a traffic accident in Malibu. Uh, Los Angeles Fire Captain Mike Rivera told the Malibu Times around 9.45 a.m. a vehicle that was attempting to park. It was unknown exactly what happened, but instead of backing out, it went forward and took out three pillars wow. that supported the roof. Luckily, no one was injured. We had two tables nearby, but luckily no one was sitting there. Officials also said that there was no indication the driver was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Alcohol. It may have just been a accidentally hit, hit the, the wrong, get, put it yeah. in the wrong uh, gear and uh, drive rather than reverse. You know, Billy Baldwin went to high school with her. Oh, really? No, no. <laughs> Another story to be added. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can tie a couple of murders into the Pulp Fiction <laughs> There we go. Uh-huh. Different timelines. <laughs> she the one with all the crap on her face. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's, hey, that's my, my wife. wife. <laughs> uh, Black China isn't offended by Khloe Kardashian referring to herself as Dream's third parent. Well, Black China's in a better place now. Uh, she actually is. She yeah. recently revealed on Instagram she's 10 months sober. And she said, everything is good on both ends, and we are all family at the end of the day. That's beautiful. I mean, after she tried to sue them all in court. Uh, she said, uh, Robert and myself are co-parenting the best we can, and it's all love and positivity. She said, as mentioned, it takes a village to raise a child, and I'm happy that Dream has a huge village full of love from both sides. As a mother, that's all I ask for. It's beautiful. She said, let's stop dragging the negativity on and move forward. So what is her mom, Tokyo, uh, what's her name? Tony. Tokyo Tony. Has she gone through that same epiphany? Tune in Tokyo. Tune in Tokyo Tony. Uh, I don't know. What about Tony the Tiger? Is he still sort of the... Spokesperson. Yeah, well, he says started. they're great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing great. Yep. <laughs> he would know. Yeah, he would know. Yeah. Uh, Nick Lachey penned a sweet tribute to his wife, Vanessa, on their Aww. 12th wedding anniversary I on love you. Saturday. And he wrote, and I'll read this verbatim. Yeah. Vanessa, not a day goes by that I'm not grateful for your love, your patience, your understanding, your fight and determination, your support. Wow. And your willingness to always work through the tough times. Uh, he said, while we, <laughs> while we don't always have it all figured out, nor claim to, we know that together we can find our way. That's beautiful. That's actually pretty well written. That's nice. So, <laughs> You're I'm sorry. You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. Okay. <laughs> They're so romantic. The, the couple of the century would have to be Anna Nicole Smith and Joe Namath. <laughs> Wait, wait. What do you like better? Do you like it where Jill leads or where Anna leads? Anna leads. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? Or? Or do you want? You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. <laughs> I got to go with Anna I Nicole. I like that better, yeah. too. You want to kiss me? <laughs> I want to kiss you. He did well with um, Nick Lachey with uh, her. <laughs> You're going to talk about Joe Namath doing well. <laughs> he's actually sober, too. I wonder if he's going to start dating Black China. Uh, we could Joe Namath and Black China? We yeah. Tie it all I together. Root, yes, I, I vote yes. Okay. Uh, according to E.T., uh, Raquel Levis is now going by her birth name, Rachel. When prompted this decision. After spending two months at the mental health facetto. F- facetto. Did you go to a facetto? That's where we keep our spaceships on my home planet. It's a docking facito. <laughs> Facility. What is that? All I'm right. only familiar with facitos. After... <laughs> 
after spending two months at the mental health facility. I think the, you needed another month in that facito. Here's where I, here's where I messed up. A mental health facility, the Meadows. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they should actually contract it into the facito. <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> So we ain't got no facito here. A source said after months we got of, a Geno's. After months of therapy, Rachel decided she wanted to go by her government name moving forward. What the hell is she talking about? A source told the outlet, adding that her future on Vanderpump Rules is in the air following her cheating scandal with Tom Sandoval. Uh, she still hasn't signed on to film, the source said. Her team and Bravo are still trying to hammer out a deal. So she doesn't want to go by, what did I say, Raquel. She wants to go by Rachel now. You ever, okay. You ever know anyone that sort of um, changed a, a yes. more childish name? I had a friend named Becky, and she uh, decided to go by Rebecca. Oh, yeah. Which, I th- yeah, which all, yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. Yeah, uh, yeah or Billy to, to Bill or yeah. William or something well, like that. Yeah. No, but I, had a, I, had a, I knew a guy who completely uh, changed his first name. Oh. As an adult, I had gotten to know him for a couple of years by one name, and he switched it to another, and he had an interesting reason behind that. It was because I think he was named after his father, and he and his father became completely estranged, huh. and he his father had headed down a really bad path, and he just didn't want to be associated with it anymore and completely changed his name. I had a similar that. story. My friend's real name is Rocco, uh, but he changed it to Pudsquirt. <laughs> oh, he changed it to uh, Nicholas. Pudsquirt? I like Pudsquirt. <laughs> I mean, is that one word or is that <laughs> it's two one words? Word, it yeah. is one, okay, butt squirt. But butt uh, squirt. he didn't like Rocco, and he was not a Rocco type. He nah. was okay. very bookish. He was much more of a putt squirt guy. Yeah, what's your putt squirt? <laughs> that suits you, putt squirt. Um, <laughs> moving on, because it's already 7 a.m., and, oh, and I've got We've a few more stories to get to. Conversation. Uh, while we were gone, of course, all kinds of stories happen over the course of two weeks that we don't get a chance to comment on. And dude, Alan Arkin died. I know. Yeah. I was that was the away. one kind of heartbreaker I saw while we were gone. I loved that guy. Super talented yeah. in so many of the movies that I, I adore. One of my absolute favorite movies. I cannot Im- implore you enough to see The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. He plays a guy who is deaf. And uh, he is looking after a friend of his who is... Um, uh, deaf as well and slow, and it's just a beautiful... It's based on the Carson McCullers, McCullers uh, classic uh, story, and it's brilliant. But he's comedy Preston and oh, dramatic man. stuff yeah. and Argo and oh. Catch-22 and The In-Laws. And um, uh, So I Married an Axe oh, Murderer. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's great. He's got a small role in that movie, but it is so wonderful. <laughs> he's trying so hard to be the hardened cop. And yeah, how the, did they do? The, the, the police uh, yeah, yeah, captain chief or yeah. whatever it is. And, and Too he, heavy on the ethnic stuff? Yeah. Or? yeah. Did, did, I, did I cross over with the ethnic slur there? He's, 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 he's actually this real demure, <laughs> sweet guy. But the, the detective that works for him wants him to be a hard ass. Yeah, yeah. And, and he pretends to be. It's just, he's great. And, and Nick, you loved him in Kaminsky Method. It's a great show. Which he worked all the way up to the end of his life. Yeah, yeah. and his character on that show passed away. And it's um, and it was just eerie to have this, uh, Alan's actual passing, not that long after the show ended. Yeah. A, a little a bit singular, sunshine. Oh, my God. For him. Another great one. A singular yeah. talent. Yeah, so it's sad that uh, that, that happened. Um, let me see another quick couple of things, and we're going to have to get into the clips. Let's do uh, this one. James Cameron shut down rumors that he was planning to direct a film about the Ocean Gate tragedy. Uh, he went on Instagram on Saturday, and he said, I don't respond to offensive rumors in the media usually, but I need to now. He said, I am not. No. 
in talks about an Ocean Gate film. He's in the middle of that Black China biopic. Nor will I ever be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. this dude is busy. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a $100 million project. Clearly, he's got years of work ahead of him with that. So, um, People reports that due to the SAG-AFTRA strike uh, that began this week, last week, I'm sorry, the only actors... Present for the Haunted Mansion premiere on Saturday were those portraying Disney characters, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, Maleficent, the Evil Queen, and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And also Cruella DeVille walked the red carpet in lieu of stars such as Jamie Lee Curtis, Tiffany Haddish, Jared Leto, Rosario Dawson, and Danny DeVito. Who oh, wasn't Lisa Vanderpump uh, dressed as Pluto? I think on the- <laughs> maybe. Uh, the director of the film, uh, Justin uh, Simeon, told Variety that he was sad that his cast could not walk the red carpet with him. Did you see what happened? Uh, they were walking the red carpet uh, for Oppenheimer over in uh, London. And so they timed it out so that the actors could walk and do the stuff right up to the point of entry into the theater. And then they literally had to leave because at that moment, the That's strike the had strike been instituted. Started. No yep. kidding. Wow. Interesting. No, I did not mm-hmm. know that. Uh, and then one uh, last story uh, I thought was pretty cute. Um, a French bulldog named Rory might be Henry Cavill's biggest fan. Uh, Rory's owner, Heather Land, first realized her pet's obsession with the Man of Steel last year. Every time he graced the screen, uh, the dog's ears would perk up. <laughs> In order to make sure that Rory, the dog, was uh, reacting to Cavill, Land placed a, played a number of shows and films featuring the actor, and Rory appears transfixed whenever he, he is on screen. Land even created a Cavill shrine for the puppy. And finally, he got a chance to meet her, or she got a chance to meet her hero. And there was a video posted at Rory the Frenchie on TikTok that shows a smiling Cavill saying, Hey, Rory, as the pup walks up to her idol and gets to meet him. Aww. We're watching the footage. It is pretty wild. The dog is transfixed. When Henry Cavill's on screen. Uh, commenters were both touched and a little bit jealous of the dog getting to meet her hero. Which I thought was pretty cute. All right, so we got some clips to play. All right, let's start with this one. Uh, in the new movie, Insidious, The Red Door, it is the fifth installment in the famed horror franchise. And the first since Chapter 2 to feature the original Lambert family. Here, star and director Patrick Wilson. Reprising the original plotline. Here we go. If I'm doing this movie, I gotta unpack the end of Insidious 2. I mean, that family went through an incredible amount of trauma. Uh, regardless of who possessed who, you're still watching your dad go crazy town, you know, in that film and what that would do to the family. How scared. Insidious. How scared. Insidious Red Door is playing now in theaters. He directed it. You know, yes. the, the film, yeah. It's yeah. very cool. Here's the next clip. Simon Pegg returns to Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning as field agent Benji Dunn, right-hand man to Ethan Hunt. And in this clip, he talks about the new villain introduced in the film, Rogue Artificial Intelligence. We've always been scared of things that might decide to replace us or become more powerful than us. Gods, monsters, robots, you know, aliens. AI feels like that, but possible. And so, yeah, it feels very on point for Mission Impossible. Yeah! Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning is in theaters now as well. And there you go. That's your last story in the Entertainment Report, my friend. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. We're back from vacay, diving headfirst into all things your life, our lives, traffic, weather, all these things that are affecting us. We'll come back in a second and... 
keep moving forward on a Monday morning. We have a couple of things to announce today, by the way. Yes. We, we do have a concert announcement today and an event that is on the way very soon we got to dive into as well. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. MMR rocks the 36th annual Bend to the Shore Bike Tour. Sunday, July 23rd. Join Casey Boy and Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for this charity bike ride, raising money for the families behind the badge, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit supporting families of fallen and critically injured first responders. Whether you do the 65-mile classic route over the Ben Franklin Bridge or a less demanding, we'll all finish at the Post Party in Atlantic City to celebrate. For details and registration info, go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra and visit Delco. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. We were just looking at video footage of the uh, overhead of the, the train derailment. And like you said, it's a, it's a freight train. Yeah. Nobody reported injured, right? No, and they're not uh, making any evacuations. My brother actually lives in this area, so I was texting him earlier this morning, and they are not evacuating residents okay. uh, as of right now. They say most of those cars are transporting kittens. So oh, be safe. okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, nothing lovable and cute <laughs> or in this right. particular accident. That's good. This is an insane day. And 202, part of 202 is shut down because yes. of a sinkhole. But again, over well, while we were gone, they shut it down, they fixed the sinkhole, and now it reappeared. We've had weird stuff happen. We've had the freaking highway catch on fire and collapse. And, right. And then all these, it's whatever, man. The 500-pound uh, lump of pasta by the river. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> This has been a weird, banner man. year for the most bizarre <laughs> wow. and Canadian uh, forest fires. Oh, smoke, smoking out Philadelphia. It's been strange. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, we'll do a little vacation recap in a little while. In the meantime, I wanted to see if anyone could share any stories of their own of maybe something similar that has happened uh, to this woman. I saw this. Uh, the, the woman's name is uh, Gemma Hill, and she made a humiliating estate, a mistake, and she's now afraid that she can never go back uh, and see her personal trainer anymore. <laughs> uh, she posted a video on TikTok and what happened was her personal trainer asked her to take before photos in her underwear so she could document her pro- progress. It's a pretty standard procedure. Right. You take a picture of yourself uh, at the very beginning of your of your weight loss and your exercise journey, and then you can compare it after you know several months. That's and see, right. see the difference. You because you're with yourself every day. Yes. It doesn't appear to. It, it's more a stark when you have that picture for comparison. So she misunderstood <laughs> and she texted the photos to her trainer, <laughs> and they were supposed to be just for her own private use. And the the trainer wrote back, "Hey, sorry, Jim. Meant I meant take photos for yourself, oh not God. to send to oh me." So you can check your progress. And then he clarified and said, I don't ask clients to send me pictures in underwear. By the way, amazing camel toe. So so now she thinks that she can never go back. Uh, Some suggest, though, that she's not the first person to make a mistake like that. Uh, And I'm wondering if anybody has ever done that. And this goes under the umbrella of accidentally sending either inappropriate photos to someone or misunderstanding. (laughs) And, Kathy, you had a story, and I bet this happens more than people think. It was not a photo, but um, I had to go, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was either, like, it was an ultrasound of, like, either my uterus or ovaries or something like that. And I had had something similar in the past, which was um, done. Well, Steve, it was done internally in the past. So when I went back, they were using the same terminology. Okay, you need to 
get this ultra. This was years later. Sure. Uh, and so I went, and the woman said, "Okay, so you know, you'll have to just uh, get you know get on the table or whatever." And she said, "You can just um, pull your pants down, and uh, you know, and then we'll get started." So I, thinking it was what I had done in the past, <laughs> took my clothes off. Normally they give you like, you know, those paper right. robes or sure. whatever. And I was like, oh, I didn't even get any of that. Like, I didn't get one. This is weird. weird. I guess I'll just <laughs> do what she says. And so her back was to me. And so I got completely naked and was on the table. And she turned around. She was like, oh, no, I just meant pull your pants down like just a little bit below your belt line. <laughs> That's all I needed. It was and they were doing an ultrasound on the outside of my abdomen. You wait oh here, God. I'll go get the dentist. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Last time I had, and she was like, you know, it's it's okay. Like, But she wasn't like laughing with me. I was like, oh my God, this is, oh, I, I gotta brutal. get out of here. That's oh, no. brutal. And then she, I was like, oh my God, let me get dressed. She's like, well, no, let's just get it. So then I had to lay there while she did it. Oh, and then no. I got dressed. She, she just, yes. She didn't have you no. put it back no. on? Like, she was, like, all ready to I go. I think that's the, a breach of, I, I think. Well, I, the equipment was ready. Like, it had to be done at a specific time. My bladder had to be full. I was, like, dying. Uh-huh. I had to go to the bathroom. Like, it was, so, she, yeah, she just kind of did it really quick. And wow. I got dressed. Well, she makes you feel comfortable and then says, but hang out and be and uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, God, this is more. And then as I was leaving, I was like, I'm so sorry. She was like, no, no, it's it's okay. It's so many times in, in medical things like that where they, even no matter how comprehensive they are about giving you your information, you don't really know what you're doing and how do I do this and, uh, you know, how many times you put the gown on the wrong way and, you know... Well, and uh, she wasn't like yeah. over, like like she was like just and you know just pull yeah. your pants. She said right. pull your pants down. So she I was right. like, say that. I was like, okay, just like last yeah. time, I have to take my pants off. I no. I, I want to be able, um, I want to be able to see the beeve. That's all. <laughs> I think it's so classic that her back was turned. <laughs> oh my god! And then she around. turns around. I, it would have been best if she would have been like, oh my god! <laughs> well, she was. She was like, oh. What? 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 <laughs> oh, you just need to pull it below your belt line. Oh, what? <laughs> uh, I fortunately have, have never had that type of experience where I wasn't supposed to be naked and then ended up naked. Uh, that could be pretty. Now, did you have any issue? Did you ever have to go back there again and see that person again? Or No, she was just like the like the ultrasound tech. So I feel like even if I went back, neither of us would remember hey, the each other. back. <laughs> Hey, just tell her to pull her pants down a little bit and watch what happens. <laughs> and stand back and enjoy the show. Oh, my God. Uh, this is not a, uh, I think this is a, a, a text and not, oh, a, uh, okay. not a picture, but let me go to Jason real quick here. Hey, Jason, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, so, um, we just got married and we were going on our honeymoon and my dad works for the airport and so he saw us off and... She texted and thought it was texting me and texted my dad and said, let's join the Mile High Club. She she invited your father to join the Mile High Club with her. Yeah. <laughs> and how did dad respond to that? Uh, she go, he goes, uh, Olivia, I... Don't think that was the word. Oh, oh my god. My oh my god. god. Uh, it goes, you got a real scrappy one there, son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my my wife goes, so it's a joke every year, like, oh, who's joining my heart? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's great. That's perfect. I like that. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jason. Uh, the, the the text occurrences are 
Oh yeah, legendary. I, I mean, there's been you know. I had one. Hap- I had one the other day. Did I you? did one, uh, and fortunately, it wasn't anything embarrassing. But it was to Rob McElhenney. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, joined the Mile High Club. Uh, not joined the Mile High Club. He was, uh, you know, it, we're we're going to be broadcasting live from the Wrexham and Union game. Yeah. And uh, with him being in town, uh, I wanted to see if we could get together and play golf. And uh, there was a uh, a friend who is a member at a super-duper exclusive, well, it's the greatest golf course in the country. <laughs> uh, and we were going to see if we could arrange for him to, to play there. And we were going back and forth. And obviously his schedule is crazy busy. Yeah. He's not going to be able to. And I responded to what I thought was my friend who's a member there and said, hey, I spoke to Rob. He can't make it. It's busy, blah, blah, blah. And then I sent it to Rob. <laughs> And then he got back to me. He's like, hey, I don't think this was meant for me. And I was like, at that moment, my like the blood <laughs> rushed my head. I'm like, what did I write? What? <laughs> and I went back and I checked. And it was, you know, it was pretty straight ahead. There is nothing that could compare to that flushed feeling you get when, oh, my God. What did I send? Yes. Did I say anything incriminating? Oh, yeah. Was, it, was I rude? Yeah, all of that stuff. It just levels you. By the way, I just got a um, a notification on our email account that says that we can now t- re- retrieve emails that were sent incorrectly. Really? I only, you... I only glanced at it for a second. The work email? Yeah. Okay, so it probably gives you a, a buffer of like a minute or 40 yeah, seconds before it sends yeah, it. I'm wondering second, how long. The second the first person opens it, it, it like it's done. You can't. Then you can't. Yeah, it's already, already completed. They've already seen it. Don't you remember? I did that for Matt Cord's surprise party. I sent uh, it to all of the jocks at the station, <laughs> forgetting him. that Matt was a jock and oh that God. he was going to be on that email. And I tried to retrieve it, and he was like, "I can't wait to see you at my party." <laughs> Apple gives you what? Is it is it thirty seconds now or something like that? To, before, to edit when you or, send an email to to stop it. Right. Oh, to stop yeah, it completely. Yeah. Wow. Uh, by the way, Kathy, the number of people are texting in uh, saying, here's one that says, ultrasound tech here. Tell Kathy it happens all the time. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> and it doesn't even phase us at all. Should the verbiage be changed then instead of pull, pull down your pants? Pull down, yeah, you can pull down your, your pants. Right. Uh, there was another one that said, hang on a second, there were a few of them essentially like that. Uh, this one says, I had, to work, I had to work physical and I misunderstood the hospital gown and didn't tie the back of it, so my bare ass was right in the face of the doctor when I stood up. <laughs> Luckily, he just quietly and calmly tied down the shut uh, before, but I was mortified for uh, because of that. They've never gotten any traction on um, hospital gown technology. Yeah, it's right? horrible. I've posed this on the air many times. There is this tether system, and there's got to be a easier way to design a workable hospital gown. Now, when no. they want to do it the right way, they make you wear two. One forwards and one backwards. And then That's... how about one that just takes care of both of those? Yeah. Like, they, they can make reversible jackets. Can't they do this? Yeah. They should be able to do that. So and they haven't done yes. it. Yes. I think, I think it's an industry-wide joke, to I, be honest. It's to yeah. make you feel, yeah. it's to put you in a compromising, it diminishes you, so you're more you're more likely to follow commands. It's like the Marines, they break yeah. it down. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. what's your name, fat body? Yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be great if you yeah. walk in and it's immediately how what's they address name, you. fat body? When was the last time you guys got a massage? It's been a while. Is your is your default to go down to Nakey? Uh, I, I wear underwear. underwear. Yeah, I wear underwear. You go underwear. Yeah, yeah, boxers. Yeah. There are 
There was one time it was at a a Red Door Spa, um, you know, which is, I, they're they're kind of legendary, I guess. I'm not familiar, but the uh, you know with the, what what the legend is about. But I was told I was you could get naked under the blanket. I chose oh, no. Two. I, I think a lot of men go completely. I mean, really? I think a lot of really? people, people go would... completely naked. Sure. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I uh, I, I you know what? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I've I've never been. I've always just assumed you just wear your underwear. I did one time. I I got on my hands and knees and parted my butt cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> I had a daisy <laughs> sticking out of my anus. Weird. Right. Weird. And I thought, okay. Listen, <laughs> someone... What if you're a massage therapist? You walk in, the person's lying on their back, holding their ankles. Hi. Hi. I'm what? ready. Oh, what? You want to know what that is? Oh. It's a pretzel rod. Well, if you have a daisy in your butt, you have to take your underpants off. Yes. Yeah, otherwise, you're going to kill the flower. How was I going to get the daisy in there? Listen, so, some of these massage therapists are so good with the sheet placement and how they, like, so yeah. if you don't have uh, underwear on and how they, like, there's, like, this trick they do when Kathy, they put so it right. through your leg. And, I mean, nothing comes out. Nothing pops out ever. There was a woman uh, who, because I, I would go do, my wife convinced me to now and then do the massages because they are relaxing. They are, are medicinal. They feel good and uh, work out the stress. But you're exactly right. There was this one woman who had, like, magician moves. Yeah. Like, as I was getting down to my like, <laughs> twirling the blankets around and all that stuff. Like, where'd you go? Uh, and, by the way, here's a text from someone. Uh, it says, I work in the emergency department. The hospital gown is absolutely a cognitive fitness test. <laughs> it's just to see if you have... A mental capacity yeah. to be able to that thing on or not. You know why it is? Because it defies logic. You have these huge sleeves. Yeah. And you have yeah. those. And how many times, the first time I ever put on a hospital gown, I put my legs through a sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> That's how big they are. Yeah. Like, this is not going to work. Um, but the massage, there's got to be some massage therapists listening that have walked in and seen someone bare-ass naked just laying there I think that's ready also, to go. I think that's also a profession where they're like, like they almost don't care. Like that's part of it. Yeah. Well, there's listen. If you're in a, in a more questionable facility or a business, perhaps that's telegraphing what you really uh, want. For a membership at uh, at Hand and Stone per Preston's yeah. endorsements, and uh, so I go once a month. I, I Casey, I always go with boxers, but Steve, you have to fill out a form now every time, or like once a month or whatever, saying. Nothing sexual is going to happen, you know, and if you do prefer to get naked, oh, which a okay. lot of people do. Yeah. Actually, some people that um, <clears throat> like getting naked under the blanket, uh, they do it because they like it in their butt massaged, like quite the, the muscles, the glutes. The glutes. glutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, and you can't do that really as effectively. Here's your daisy, wearing... Mr. McElwain. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought I was supposed to start face down. <laughs> oh, I like a nice warm table, too. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, no. No? No. Oh, you don't want a heated table? No, I want a cold table, and oh. then the blanket can warm me. There you go. <laughs> I like that too, because you don't want to get sweaty while you're uh, I know. while you're laying. And I did last time. <clears throat> the table was heated. These are really difficult times we live in. Oh, yes, they are. Yes. I don't know how we. Um, I don't know how we do it. I don't know how you go on. Do you want a massage or do you want to be barbecued? <laughs> <laughs> or would you like a daisy? Here's your daisy, sir. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess a daisy is, it's kind of delicate. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. going to be, like a rose, forget it. Yeah, yeah. That's too much, there's thorns and stuff. No, thank Reminds you. Reminds you too much of seal. Uh, hang on, I want to go to Ed here real quick. Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning to see you. Good, good morning, morning to see you, sir. What's up, bud? Good morning to see you. <laughs> 
So I was uh, I was working a few years ago for a, as a delivery driver for a very popular online retail company. <laughs> okay, we'll um, guess. And so we uh, so it was part of our job to send pictures of road closures if we couldn't access certain areas. And in the process of doing that, I accidentally sent a picture of my girlfriend's boobs to my dispatcher. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And what kind of reaction was that met with? Well, um, as soon as I realized it, I called and um, I was uh, pretty. Gl- I was pretty glad that the dude was uh, pretty cool about it. Wow! Can you describe? <laughs> and that <all> and- <laughs> was. I got nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, what else do you? You either don't acknowledge the text right, at all. Right. Or you say something funny like, is this your mother? <laughs> yeah. But can you describe in, in very uh, uh, specific detail what your uh, girlfriend's boobs look like? Uh, I, I, I would, but I mean, I could say that you guys have met my girlfriend uh, well, once or one or two occasions. Uh, she was a part of the uh, smokers, hypnotism. Thing. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, I remember a girl with uh, a huge kiss. Take a look at my knockers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's uh, that would be mortifying. Thank God, uh, nothing uh, because that could be considered if you accidentally sent pictures like that. First of all, you have to prove it was accidentally, but it could be considered sexual harassment. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to uh, a massage therapist. It's uh, Christina. Hi there, Christina. Hi. Hey, what's up, Christina? Yeah, um. So I um I'm a massage therapist. And I have had people, after I've told them to undress to their comfort and get under the blanket, lay on top of the blanket completely naked. All right, so so you you first of all you say whatever comfort level you're good with. So you're you're okay with completely nude, but you do tell them to get under the blankets. Yes, every time because people don't listen. And at that point, what do you what do you do? You walk over and somebody's bare ass naked. Um, I uh, close, I say, oh, get under the blanket. I'll give you some time, and I'll step out of the room and then knock and make sure that they're actually under the blanket. More often, men or women that make that mistake? Uh, it's an even mix. I have, I have a pretty decent mix of people on my table. Um, so it's, it, but most of the time, like, it, it, I guess it's women. Let me ask you, so uh, can, can you tell if a guy, and has a guy ever sort of telegraphed his uh, his intent for more special attention by being naked. Um. Yes, and they get blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. imagine, right? Yeah, you can't cross yeah, that line. Yeah. Take your yeah. daisy yeah. and get out of here. <laughs> Pretty right. much, get out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Good for you. All right, let me let me ask you a a um, profession question here, uh, Christina. So, uh, when when getting a massage, a, a female, if if they are nude on top. How far into the breast area will you go as far as a massage goes? I mean, like, because there are, you know, muscles. There's your pectoral muscles. Will there. you kneel on them? Right. Well, it all depends. Um, like, places like Hand and Stone and Massage Envy, like, there's a clear boundary that we're not allowed to cross. Um, but uh, it, usually it's with their comfort level. And if you're certified in breast massage, then you can, with their consent, Massage their breast tissue. How, how often do you end up doing it? To Nick's point, a lot of people, the, the glute muscles, as somebody who's physically active and, and you know, uh, could require or could ask for that massage. How often are you massaging someone's butt? Um, quite a bit, honestly. And you can do it through the sheet if they're wearing underwear. So it's not like a huge deal to 
it's just another muscle. I assume know? the more practiced massage therapist won't dislodge the daisy. Right. Right. <laughs> um, no, listen, I get every time I go, I will get a deep glute massage. Because will you? It, it ties into like sciatica yeah. and, and yeah, my yeah. lower back and stuff. And I'm like, that is, if there's any point that I say I want some attention to, it's back there for sure. Is that what Pacino screams in Dog Day Afternoon? Uh, no, that's Attica. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. All right, thank you, Christina. Are you too? See ya. I get massages regularly. I'll go um, once or twice a month, and uh, now I've Man, never. You don't have to be naked for that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had. I mean, like full breast massage, but she. I mean, she gets in there because that's all connected too. Like I had some shoulder well, issues, yeah. so your pectoral muscles yeah, are there, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And do are you? Is it a regular person? The same person you always it's go to? It's the same person. Right, I love so her. Know. Yeah. Like it's I'm the, completely uh, fine. It's the guy who Joe parks a car. <laughs> Wait, what? It's what? Get me started before I go in. Yeah, the valet parking. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me let me go to speaking of massages. I'm going to go to Nick here on the phone. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. Now, nah, what's up, sure. bud? Hey, so uh, I was on my honeymoon actually, and we were getting a couple's massage. Uh, I had a few drinks before, um, and needless to say, I got a little too excited when the masseuse was. Um, Give me a little massage up on my own. She's got a boner. <laughs> you have a massive my, erection. My my wife was uh, directly next to me in the bed in the other bed. Um, luckily, she didn't see, and I had to kind of do the old tuck and oh my pray, God. but the tuck and pray. So yeah. so so you're on your you're on your back. Obviously, it would have to be for it to be any sort of an issue, right? And so you're. Your your boner was much was, was more obvious. How do you perform that tuck and pray maneuver yeah. when the person's standing over you massaging you? Yeah, I mean it was kind of uh, just put my hand down there and just kind of move it off the a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say you didn't yeah. Yeah. It's a puppet. Hi. And yeah. the, the ten is up and the really circus is in town. town. <laughs> just kind uh, of had to do what I had to do. Wow. It was interesting. You know, she was a good-looking masseuse. We were in Mexico. So. Yeah. Let me take care of this for a second. I'll get back to you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, yeah, Nick. That'd be horrific. It. I've never had that happen. I've, it, when, no. uh, oh. Even if uh, the, the therapist happens to be attracted or something like that, it's just what's the digging into the muscles and getting the relief from that. I'm too distracted by that to yeah. get, like, turned on or anything along those lines. Is there a certain degree of pressure? Do you like a... I, I like them to work it. I don't, oh, no. I, I'm not... I'm deep. I'm like... I'm medium. Now, Rochelle... Yeah. You could... You could whip, whip out a jackhammer and go yeah, to town. Yeah, and yeah. She, can, she can take deep pain. Right. And I cannot handle that. No, I'm a puss when it comes to It's not comfortable song. to me. Uh, I, I told you guys this before, but uh, a girl I dated, she was uh, a lifeguard and was teaching a lifeguard class. And the kid, they were strapping a kid to the backboard. Oh, yeah. And he was wearing a Speedo, oh. and he got a full-on in front of the entire class. <laughs> you think you've basically just set up a piece of boner artwork uh, yeah. because he's now framed. <laughs> oh, wow, man. You that's can, you have to move. You, got, you have to go home and go, Mom, Dad, we got to move. <laughs> Everyone no in way. town knows I had a boner. In that case, <laughs> There was a guy in my high school, and to this day, as it happened to him in, in wrestling, and he was, you know, his high school wrestling. Oh, no. And his nickname became Five Point Stance. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I just remember that story, oh, and man. I will never not associate that guy with that story. It's oh, it's God. the worst in school, especially. Yes. So uh, the, I remember that Tracy Philby was her name, and she caused uh, many young men who are finding their way through life. <laughs> 
And it, it and so we used to have co-ed gym, uh. which is very problematic. And it's like you would, we would, it would almost be, please don't be here today. Yeah. Um, the guy, uh, the caller said he did the, the tuck and pray. Yeah. Somebody texted in. I think he said uh, we call that the Canadian belt buckle. <laughs> I'd never heard of the tuck and pray. Why? But I just like that term. It's like the Chechnyan cummerbund. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just like that. It's the same thing, in fact, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so this this woman, we got started on this conversation because she was going to a personal trainer, and he asked her to take before photos in her <laughs> underwear so that she could document her progress, and she sent the pictures to the guy, and he's like, no, 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 I don't ask people to send me pictures in their underwear. And she's mortified by this. And I also sent you a picture of me naked on top of a pig. Uh, that she might not oh. be able to... Uh, uh, to go back to in what case? Okay, no, the Canadian belt buckle is different than the uh, tuck and pray. Okay, do you want to try to explain it? Well, so here's, I, I thought, I when he was describing tuck and pray, I thought he was, I thought uh, things were being pushed down towards the thighs. They probably were. Okay, so the Canadian belt buckle, everything points due north, and then you just kind of, you, you... It extends up and looks like a buckle above one's pantaloons. If it's coming up above your waistline, you maybe? put it yeah. into the waistline, and uh, the uh, elastic of the waistline of your underpants... Will obscure it? It holds it down. Right. Ooh, okay. Corsage. Okay. <laughs> you must be Canadian. Ooh, a mid-body corsage. Uh, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Our our unit. The, the various maneuvers <laughs> yeah. you can do with it. Well, all right. So speaking of which, I just a little bit of a detour. Did anybody see Burt Kreischer's uh, oh post my God, from a couple yes. years ago? I did. Is, is that real? Is that real? I is that real? on it. Well, because so his hands are up. Let me let me okay. explain <laughs> yes. what we're talking about. It's him and three other guys naked facing away. It's at the it's at the gorge. Yes. And uh, I zoomed in. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, you see something hanging. It's a shot from behind and between Bert's legs. You can see Edo there. Yeah, and that uh, ain't no shadow, pal. I'm thinking that's legit. I'm thinking that's his donger. Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like he did this on purpose, and it's it's not real. I don't know. Uh, did you zoom in? Of course. It looks a little uncircumcised too. Uh, <laughs> Just say. I think Bert would be circumcised. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean. That, I think I mean, it doesn't listen, look like if, it's giant or anything like that. If it is, good for him. Yeah. I think I think there is nutsack and dong. I in know. This picture. Yeah. yeah. So he's ready for a weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have to ask him. Yeah. We'll have to see well, him. I'm sure yeah, there. I, did, I didn't even look at the comments or see how many yeah. likes or anything. Did it get a, a ridiculous amount yeah. of comments on that? Oh sure, yeah. I yeah. mean, I commented on it, and as, as soon as I opened it up, I zoomed in, and then I was like, I have to make a comment <laughs> about this. But yeah, there's like three hundred thousand likes on there, and. Uh, a lot of dong comments. Who are the other guys? Mark Norman is one. Uh, Cheeto Santino, who's uh, Andrew Santino. And then uh, Stavros. I can't remember how to say his last name, but he's yeah. a really funny comedian as well. Okay. Did, um, uh, so you think, Kathy, he may have gone in with a little Photoshop and I don't know. I, created but I, something? I, I feel like we need to find out. I do, This too. is your, your this, is, this is the guy who is stood in for you. Your, yes. Yeah, from your quinceanera. Right. Yeah. I need to know. You do need to know How big his dong is. Yeah. Well, anyhow, thank you for sharing the stories. We do appreciate it. Uh, listen, I want to mention something. You never know whether we will see Dong or not, but the Presidency Belly Flop Championship is coming up. And uh, I know that with the, I, I have no idea if the Hebrew Hammer is going to be there, but we've been pretty close to seeing his unit at this event because he wears a uh, a mankini. A, a Borat kind of outfit. Uh, but we would like to see you at the event. It is going to be Thursday, August 3rd, and that'll be here before you know it. It's, is that two weeks from this Thursday? Uh, yes. I think so? Yep. Oh, my God. 
uh, at the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. It's an early event, 6 to 8 p.m. If you would like to compete... We're getting sign-ups now. You can go to PrestonSteve.com, and you need a photo and some information about yourself, your belly flop nickname, the type of walk-up music you like, what your style is, whatever. But we want to hear about it. The deadline to enter is going to be on Sunday, the 23rd. That is this Sunday. So we need to get you on that now. We have a $500 cash prize for first place, and we're going to add some more stuff to that as well. Plus, there are cash prizes for second and third that will be announced. 21 and over event. Spectators are welcome, and it's sponsored by Valley Forge Casino Resort. So, again, jot that down. It's on the 3rd. It is a Thursday at the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. But if you know somebody who should sign up for this, let them know about it now because we want to get that underway. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. The Bizarre File, when we return. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space. Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. And if you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. So we'll begin with this one. A little girl is recovering from a beaver attack. Beaver attack? She was bitten over the weekend while swimming in Lake Lanier. Oh. Okay. Uh, the beach at Little Hall Park on Lake Lanier is one of the Steely family's favorite spots. And Kimberly, nice beaver. Kimberly Steely said, we bring our kids here probably once a month during the summer, and it's awful to think that something could happen to a child, but something did. It happened to a little girl who was swimming in the lake over the weekend not far from Little Hall. Uh, Wildlife Resources Supervisor Don McGowan said it's the biggest beaver he'd ever seen. Uh, he said and he's gone to spring break. He said it's estimated it at fifty or fifty-five pounds, Good which Lord. is about as they get in Georgia. Uh, I even cover that, Kathy. Officials <laughs> say the girl's father was there and he rescued his daughter and killed the animal. The beaver later tested positive for rabies. Oh, beavers in general oh. can be very vicious animals. Yeah, if they want to. Yeah, they have obviously. Very, very powerful teeth. Absolutely. 
uh, on the street leaning down to the boat ramp. The county had put up uh, rabies warning signs. Uh, back I would leave the area. At Little Hall Park, Steely's always, uh, Steely always keeps a watchful eye on her children. From now on, it'll be both eyes. She said it's kind of scary. Makes you wonder what else is out there. It's a great area except for the rabid beavers. Uh, medical experts say if a person is bitten or scratched by an animal suspected of having rabies, they get shots and stop the virus. Without the shots, it is almost always fatal. Uh, state wildlife biologists say a beaver attack is very rare. The last one they remembered along Lake Lanier was uh, 13 years ago. That's a hell of a day. Yeah, you remember that. That beaver was nuts. Yep. So the groom at the wedding that resulted in the mega viral photo now referred to as the dress that broke the internet. You remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The gold and, gold and white or blue, blue. and black? Right, Yes. Uh, well, that guy has been charged with attempting to kill his wife. Oh, uh, so it has a happy ending. Whose mother wore the dress, photographed and shared by a guest. What what caused this? Keir Johnston, whose mother-in-law wore the dress to his 2015 wedding, is accused of fermenting a campaign of domestic violence against his wife that was so fierce that he has now been charged with her attempted murder. Jeez. The couple found worldwide fame after a wedding guest posted a photo of the dress on Tumblr and asked what colors people could see. The image of the dress was generating up to 11,000 tweets per minute under the hashtag the dress. It even had its own exhibit at a museum in Germany. Uh, it was a black and blue or white and gold. The 38-year-old Johnston appeared in Glasgow's high court this week, accused of perpetrating a nearly 11-year campaign of domestic violence that culminated in an alleged attempt to strangle his wife at knife point. Terrific. Yeah. Johnson's charge included. Do you think the dress drove him to this? That he couldn't decide the color and eventually flipped out? Maybe that's what pushed him over the edge. Uh, he'll have his day in court, though. That's uh, right. So it includes between April 2019 and March 2022, pushing his wife against the wall, shouting at her and throttling her before threatening to kill her. He also allegedly <laughs> attempted to enter a vehicle that his wife was in, striking her through its open window. Sounds like a prince. And he allegedly placed his wife in a headlock and dragged her from a pub after she refused to leave with him. Further charges claim he isolated his wife from her friends and monitored her movements and her fi- Finances controlling the amount of money that she had access to. He was just an evil husband. Uh, he's pleaded not guilty to the charges against him. Uh, but yeah, bizarre little tie-in to yeah. the dress that broke the internet. Uh, the most benign thing is uh, the guy behind it is a lunatic. Yeah, an accused fraudster had a bullet hidden beneath his testicles, according to jail personnel, who last night found the live round while conducting a strip search. Uh, Police allege that uh, Michael Keanu Brennan utilized stolen information on a credit card to pay for $3,000 to pay for a $3,000 17-night stay at a vacation home two blocks from the Gulf of Mexico. Brennan was arrested at his rental where police found numerous driver's licenses, checks, social security cards, credit cards, and debit cards all in different names. And while being booked into jail, Brennan was warned that additional penalties could apply if he was hiding drugs or contraband, though he claimed not to be carrying anything. I have a bullet discreetly tucked under my testicles. (laughs) An unfortunate jail deputy located a twenty-two caliber round of ammunition that was positioned underneath the suspect's testicles. I mean... (laughs) Why that? Why? Uh, yeah. I, I, you There's know. a landmine in my anus. Yeah. The bullet was collected by a second sheriff's deputy, and it was confirmed that it had not been fired and was still live. Upon discovering the ammo, Brennan was hit with an additional felony charge for introducing contraband into a detention facility. He was released from custody after posting a $15,000 bond. One bullet. One bullet. <laughs> One tiny little twenty-two caliber bullet behind his nuts. This is how I'm getting out of this prison. <laughs> 
Uh, a woman was killed Saturday afternoon when a landscaping crew mowed over her. No! In Beerbrook Park, Modesto, police spokeswoman Sharon Bear said employees with uh, Grover Landscaping Services were mowing grass. A crew member was mowing and noticed a body in the grass that he had already made a pass through. Jeez. The employee called 911, and when law enforcement arrived, the woman was pronounced dead at the scene. The victim had been identified as 27-year-old Christine Chavez. Was she already dead, or how do you not... No, so Des Martinez with a homeless advocacy group called We Are Not Invisible uh, said that the victim was asleep on the grass when she was hit by the lawnmower. Uh, the accident took place the day after the city of Modesto transferred ownership of the park to E&J Gallo Winery. Uh, it is unknown why the landscaper who was driving a John Deere tractor with a pull-behind mower did not see the woman in the grass. Chavez was not in a tent. And this is the second fatality in the city in recent years involving a crew cleaning up an area and inadvertently killing a homeless person. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's just horrible. Yeah. All right. We can't end on a horrible no, story no. like that. A good gardening story. Here's here's a good duck story for you. There we go. A duck made its way onto a roller coaster at Cedar Point and went for a wild <laughs> ride. No way. Cedar Point is the big roller coaster park. It is. The duck flew into the train of the Millennium Force while it was moving earlier this week and it ended up along for the ride. According to Cedar Point's website, the roller coaster reaches speeds of 93 miles an hour. It hauls ass. This is great. Uh, photos and videos show the duck tucked behind the back of a seat. Once the ride came to a stop, the duck was safely removed from the train by a guest. The spokesperson said it appears a guest immediately went to take the duck while people were getting off the ride before the maintenance team arrived to help. I want to go get my pictures. And according to a post on Reddit, the woman took the duck to guest services where it would be turned over to wildlife rehab. Further information was not available. That's pretty amazing. They went for a roller coaster ride. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. uh, We have a couple of guests in the studio who are here to talk about an event that is coming up this weekend, this Sunday. Yes. Uh And it is a big, biggie one, especially for the gentleman sitting to my right. Casey Boy takes part in the Bend to the Shore bike tour. And how many years now for you, Case? Uh, You know what? I don't even know. Uh, Maybe 10? Something like that? Okay, 10. Uh, well, we do have two guests that are here. First of all, we have the man who is behind it, and uh, he runs the whole organization. Please welcome Mr. Marco Carter. Yeah. Good to see you again, sir. Thank you. Are you getting ready? Are you set? We're getting ready. Still a lot of little things to, to finish, but we're getting there. Wow. It's a it's a huge event, and, uh, and uh, obviously it's been growing more and more each and every year. And we also have someone new in the studio uh, with us this morning. This will be her first time riding in the event. It is to honor... Uh, her late husband, Trooper Martin Mack. We would like to welcome Stephanie Mack yes. to the studio this morning. Stephanie, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Uh, our pleasure. All right, so uh, how many years now for the event, all told? I know we cover this every single year, but let's just go over the basics again. And, and thanks for that. Thanks for your support all Certainly. these years. This is the 36th annual Bend to the Shore. We're right now 2,200-plus riders. Closing in on a million dollars for the year. Our goal is $1.2 million. So if we keep working hard... Casey's gonna gonna bring in a lot more money and and uh, we're gonna get to that goal. Uh, he you uh, we just we obviously operate through the prism of what he's doing and then we know that there is a ton of work just on his side. Uh, so the undertaking that all of you who participate in this, especially you, uh, Mark, um, it's got to be a Herculean chore to put this thing together. 
We have a great group of volunteers, and we look at it's a 65-mile ride, and that takes a lot of people and a lot of logistics. But then we have a big party in Atlantic City at Showboat Hotel, which is a whole nother event almost, right? So there's a, a lot of logistics. Uh, we're dotting the I's, crossing the T's right now. And yeah. um, you, you guys get, you guys understand this because of what you do with Camp Out for Hunger. You know, these events, uh, a lot of important things that you you got to nail down, and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, our meetings for Camp Out started a couple of months ago, right. and I'm sure you're, you've, this is a year-round event for you to plan for. Yeah, we'll start next Tuesday, uh, planning next year. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> so it's this Sunday, and uh, the specifics are it starts at uh, Franklin Square right in front of the Ben Franklin Bridge, goes across the bridge, and finishes at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City. All told, it's a 65-mile bike ride, but there is there's a 30-mile option. There's some shorter options for people who aren't seasoned bikers, right? Yeah, we added the 30-miler last year, hoping to increase the ridership from people who might find 65 daunting. Hasn't taken off yet, quite frankly, uh, but hopefully it'll continue to grow. And then you can also do virtually. You can sign up and do 65 of anything. Uh, One of our board members, who's a retired chief of police from New Jersey, he unfortunately said he was going to eat 65 donuts. <laughs> so talking that's about a problem. stereotypes yeah. coming true, right? Well, at least at 65, he's, he's within the parameters. You could do 65 munchkins, maybe. There you go. You know, that might be I, Absolutely, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, listen, the uh, the charity raises money for the families behind the badge, uh, Children's Foundation. And um, what exactly does uh, uh, families behind the badge uh, do? Two main pillars of the foundation are to support the families of fallen and critically injured first responders in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area. With uh, with financial support, we have an immediacy grant. And unfortunately, we'll be giving one out this week to the Philadelphia family of the Philadelphia officer that, that died over the mm-hmm. weekend in the line of duty. Uh, yesterday, uh, um, uh, an Upper Murrayan officer was not working but uh, died. He, he's, his wife is expecting a child, so we'll be there for them. So that's the one thing. The other is we, we have a program called Police Youth Alliance where we connect cops and kids and non-enforcement positive action to change the perception of the police, particularly in disadvantaged neighborhoods. So that's the, essential. Yeah, that, so, you guys have been doing that for, for a, a while now. That is an essential step in all this. Uh, Stephanie, you lost your husband in uh, 2022, as I said, uh, Martin. And um, when obviously that's the most tragic thing and shocking thing you could have happen to you. But outside of the shock and horror of that comes all the other unexpected responsibilities that fall in your hands. Uh, Is this where um, uh, they stepped in to help out as far as children behind the badge goes? Yeah. So I have two children with my late husband and... I said it before, uh, I didn't know the organization existed until the chaos ensued. Um, Mark and Amanda came in and in a very respectful manner, and they introduced me to a new network that I needed to survive. And without that survive ability to survive, I wouldn't be here. Um, families actually cares about me and my children and Brittany and her daughter and you know it's just it's a good feeling to know like it's not just about the blue family it's about everybody and first responders and knowing that the organization just doesn't take care of the fallen it also takes care of rebuilding and rebranding the images of lower um, financial areas with per- flipping the perceptions of police and everything it's a phenomenal opportunity and to give back and just ride 
it's just one little way I can do it. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, you have, as person said, you're at your lowest. You've had this horrific incident happen and your head's spinning. And to have people and, and many who have gone through a similar experience um, there to support you as well as, you know, to help with financial considerations and everything in general. Um, I mean, this is very recent that this happened to you. And here you are. You're going to participate for the first time in this uh, this Sunday. How is Mildly your, afraid. Mildly yeah. afraid. What are you doing? You're doing <laughs> so the, I'm told. The full run? I'm doing the full 65. All right. All right. And how's your training going or have you trained? I have. Have um, you been eating a lot of donuts? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay. <laughs> Hey, let's put it to you this way. Yeah. Burt Kreischer did this, the, the comedian, did it with uh-huh. Casey. He had never ridden that length ever, and no. not even close. And he had done a show the night before. And he he made it, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. If he can do it, a you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah, he did a show <laughs> so the night before. it's promising. I might be all right. All right. What's, uh, what's the longest ride you've done thus far? 25. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And it's listen, it's only we, another forty miles. It's, <laughs> you know, hey, it's yeah. fine. But when you're with that group, when you're with a group of people, when you're with your team, which by the way, what's the name of your team? Together with Troopers. Together with Troopers. How many people do you have? So I believe the team is at twenty five. Oh yeah, ish. You're gonna have plenty of support. They'll support you. Yeah. They're gonna yes. help you the whole way. One of the pallbearers is riding with me, so he's keeping me in tow. So we've okay. been training together, and I know, love that. We'll see how we do. Casey, you have not uh, done your full training regimen yet. This is, uh, as far as training is concerned, about the uh, as least prepared as I've been since uh, year one. So I just, you know, I had a little vacation, and so that that sucked up a little bit of time. I, I got out on some rides uh, these past couple of weeks. I was very, very discouraged uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, I did a couple of rides on Friday, Saturday. Feel a lot better. All right. Uh, but, like, right, you know, right now, uh, what's important for me is I, I need to get out on a long ride, and I need to make sure that I am um, uh, nourished. And because I was malnourished before and hydrated, I got to hydrate all week. By the way, I remember the first time you did this; it had a profound effect on you. Oh yeah, yeah. I like was it, was, it was very emotional for you when you finished that. When you turned, uh, well, I mean, the, the the course has changed a little bit over the years, but uh, you know, that first year, you make that last turn and you hear the cowbells and the people cheering. <sighs> I saw my family, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm crying." <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, because I, you know, it was, um, it was a, uh, fit for me, a physical feat, something that I had, uh, you know, worked for and tried and trained for and, and, and to actually cross that finish line and, you know, to know what we were doing it for, you know, there, there was a, it's not just riding a bike, you know, it's like riding a bike with a purpose and, yeah. uh, and Stephanie, you and your family and, and tons of families out there have benefited from, you know, the, the efforts. And, and so that was a little, I it was overcome and I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I would imagine, are you prepared for a little emotion as well? Um, so I told my children they can't come down and see me. <laughs> um, one, because I'll probably fall off the bike. And two, because they kind of panic when I cry. So <laughs> I am very prepared to lose my mortals. Um, but it's going to be very different. Um, yeah. You know, just yeah. even driving by the link half the time, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know... And he had, there's no link to the showboat to him and I. So just, you know, I know a bunch of the teams. I know the top two fundraisers. Uh, they're friends of Brittany's. Um, a lot of officers from Bucks County. So it's it's not like I'll be doing it alone. Right. Although I'm pretty sure they're going to be waiting to see me cry. Yeah. So I'm really hoping I can find a good place to f- like hide oh, and yeah. then lose it. Well, okay. you, you know, it's it's going to be obviously it's an amazing thing. It'll be, I'm sure, cathartic in, in some ways. But I mean, it, what a what a 
wonderful way to honor um, your your husband's memory and to also set an example for your if you can do this at whatever level people can do it whether they're doing it online or eating those donuts or <laughs> whatever uh, it, it all makes a difference by the way you can text Casey Boyd to 39333 and we'll send you a link and details and registration information you can join the team WMMR rock and rollers I think you can we don't have no a jersey jerseys. for you anymore all the jerseys had been you know ordered and and mm. uh, and separated and all that sort of stuff so if you do join you will not you know unfortunately be able to get a jersey but uh but speaking of fundraising team wmmr is right now we're in fourth place as far as fundraising i listen wheels of justice is they are a juggernaut and we're not going to catch those guys so i i like to aim for like second or third place so All if right. you want to go text casey boy to 39333 we'll send you the link you'll be able to donate uh there Donate specifically to Team WMMR or to my team, and then we'll be good to go. And it's uh, sponsored by uh, Michael Ultra and Visit Delco. Mm-hmm. And uh, still time if somebody last minute wants to get registered and, and ride? Sure. Go to bentoshore.org. You can still register 6530 or virtual. And, uh, yeah, um, or you can come down to the party afterwards. You could still volunteer. You could go online and donate to Kate. That would, yes. that would be wonderful. <laughs> All right. So it is uh, this Sunday, and uh, yeah, 2,200 registered riders. That's a big, big event. It's phenomenal. It's pretty damn cool. And you get to ride across the bridge. Man, yeah, that's, that's awesome actually, well. and, and so it's great that that's in the beginning because it's a nice long <laughs> hill. You're not right. selling this to me. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, Can it's, I just start over the bridge? No. No, 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 no. But riding over the bridge is, is a really, it's really good cool. warm up. Yeah, it's a good warm up, and it's yeah. really cool. Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what we're calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just stand up on the pedals. <laughs> just stand on the pedals. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the 36th annual. It's a huge event and uh, one that continues to grow and for a great Great reason, families behind the Badge Children's Foundation. So, Mark, good luck with everything. It's great to see you again. Thank you, uh, Stephanie. Wonderful to meet you. Good luck. You're going to do you. great. Yes. Okay. You're going to do great. All right. Let's hear it for Mark yeah. and Stephanie, guys. Uh, with that and all the details at WMMR.com. On top of that, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. So, hang out. Would you please? Artists of the Month. Hailing from right here in Philadelphia, it's Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. I want to be free. Hear him on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm going to give uh, just a little butt plug, if you guys don't mind. I saw this uh, press release, and uh, this is cool. It's uh, the Legoland Discovery Center in Philadelphia. Yeah, in the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Uh, it says Discovery Center Philadelphia. Yeah, that's the Plymouth Meeting Mall. Oh, that, that's what they call the Plymouth yeah. Meeting Mall now? Yeah. That, what? No, no, no that, That's what they call that location okay. of Legoland. So they are doing, I thought this is really cool, a sensory-friendly event uh, oh. tomorrow night for those who are on the spectrum. Yes. Uh, kids are on the spectrum, and they can explore and play in a quiet environment, and they're going to reduce the special oh, effects nice. and stimuli. Uh, so I thought that was really neat. And so that is uh, tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., uh, and you can go to uh, philadelphia.legolanddiscoverycenter.com. So I thought that was a, a great idea on their part yeah. and just wanted to pass that along real quick. So a little butt plug, if you would. And actually, um, 
Guys, I'm so sad. I don't know if you've heard this, but um, over our break, uh, Redstone closed. Oh. <laughs> it was not for good. They had oh. a, they had another fire. And, what? Yeah. And so they had to close for a little while. And just after you had your big cigar event there. <laughs> wow. Jace and I went one night and, like, we literally stood at the front door and we were like, what? Why is no one here? Why is it dark? And why is there a handwritten sign that says they're closed? Oh, man. But, yeah, looked a into it, and uh, okay. I guess they had another fire. Scare me there for a second. I, I know. No, oh, it's going to reopen, good. Preston. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, um, we spent a little time off, little little vacation happens from time to time, and, uh, you know, it's always nice to come back and see what you did on your summer vacation. Yes. And so a few of us went to exotic and wonderful places and others just kind of hung out and did a bunch of nothing. And, so we, uh, we buttressed it right up with the Independence Day, 4th of July week. So yeah. a lot of people took that week off. We thought there'd be less less of an impact. And uh, and you said you had a very restful time yeah. off. Yeah, well, it was just very, I mean, I played a lot of golf, which is just my thing. It's it's my, uh, my hobby. And yeah, didn't go anywhere. Uh, we we went to you know to the shore and uh, and but no big trips, no traveling. Had didn't have to get on in or anything like yeah. that. It was uh, it was pretty chill. And I, to be honest, I needed I just needed to sleep. Yeah, I, mean, I just needed some sleep. God Almighty, and I got some sleep. It wears really you down. That. Yeah, yeah. But you and well, a few of you guys did some uh, some roaming around the world. Well, actually, two actually went to the same place. Same Kathy place, and but... Casey. <laughs> right, I was on top. Casey was low. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was on bottom. She prefers to be on top. Yeah, and she was in prison. That daughter. Yeah. That. yeah. But they both went to the Grand Canyon. Yes. yes. Uh, completely different experiences. Casey down in the river and you up on the ridge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Exactly. Um, and Casey, so I, I wanted to tell Casey this story um, while we we're uh, on the air. So, yeah, we went to the Grand Canyon, Sedona, uh, and then into Scottsdale where it was 115 degrees, right. which was amazing. It was like having a, brutal. a hair dryer blowing yeah. in my face uh, constantly. But, um, wow. Casey, wh- while we did the Grand Canyon, so this whole trip, I, um, with Jason, I, I was just hoping that it didn't get lost on him. He wanted to go, which is why we went. Uh, he learned about it in school this past year, and so we went. And, and uh, Jace is a very hands-on kid. He's got to be, you know, doing things and, and touching and, and, you know, figuring it out on his own. So this was something we were looking at. Well, there was hiking involved, but um, I was I was really hoping that it didn't get lost on him. And we got there, and he looked, and he went, this is incredible. Yeah. I can't believe this is real. So yes. I was so, that like that made the trip and yep. and it was all worth it. Mission but, accomplished. Yeah. But um, I had been telling him about Casey and, and what Casey was doing in his trip. So the entire time we were hiking and we went a little ways in, um, but we and we also did a rim tour. Um, but the whole time he was like, where's Casey? <laughs> it's what? How is he? How Casey, is he? Bobby. Case we had binoculars, and at one point when we were at the top, we looked down and we could see. Um, I think it was called Phantom Ranch, and I think we could see. Oh yeah, some of the people down there. And he was like, "Is that Casey?" He was <laughs> like, do, said yes. "Do we see him? Can you call yes. him and see if he can wave to us?" He wanted to know where you were getting your water, where you were refilling your water bottle, if your water bottle was filtering the water that you were putting in it, where you were sleeping, how hot it was, <laughs> and then we had heard that a woman unfortunately passed away hiking down there uh, right when you were down there. So okay, he was yeah. like. 
Can we check on him? Do we? Can we call his family? Uh-huh. Do we know if he's okay? Look like, at his totally he concerned. Was, he likes me. He was so <laughs> concerned. Well, and he was like, which one's Casey? I said, he's the one that you bet $300 that you couldn't get out of the uh, hot tub in Florida and uh, put the, the jets back on. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, he was very concerned with what Mommy, you were doing. Mommy, do you think doing. with the right sniper rifle I could win Casey? <laughs> but, Casey, so I, I need to bring home these answers to him. Where were you refilling your water? Okay, so uh, I did a river trip. It was an eight-day, 270-mile river trip uh, on the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. Uh, our water that we drank was the Colorado River, river water. Uh, they have a great filtration system on the raft that we were on. It's a motorized boating trip. They do have, um, like, dories, which is, you know, rowboats and stuff. We didn't do that. It's a longer trip. But everything is filtrated uh, on this filtration system on the boat. And so that's what we drank uh, all week long. Okay. And, it, and it's really great. It's awesome that you guys were Phantom Ranch because that was towards the end of our trip. I think that might have been, like, day maybe seven. So where uh, did you come back up? Uh, we... Um, I don't even know. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Uh, After that point in time, you just want to get home. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Uh, we, it, it uh, I, I, that's a great question. Maybe I should. I know where we went in. We went in at Lee's Ferry, uh, just below the Glen Canyon okay. Dam and Lake Powell. That's where we went uh, into the river. Because we we met two um, hikers that were coming up from the bottom. They had been down there for a week, um, and they were the first of the group to come up. And, and of course, Jace was like, is that the group Casey's with? And I'm like, I, I don't know, pal. I don't think so. He was so. fixated. That's yeah. awesome. Well, my cousin earlier this year did a rim-to-rim hike. He, you know, went down, I think, the south rim and came up the north rim or maybe vice versa. And that is a lot. That is a, it's a but it's a, and uh, Nick, I know you did something similar it's you, you you walk down there with your pack on and it's 25 30 pounds of pack yeah that's you, what they were doing yeah, the yeah. people that we ran into so while you were there by the way i, I was you know out of the country and but i know there were there were heat waves of plenty Oh, what was the um, average temperature like? Well, so so for me... At, in the canyon. Uh, so at the top, we, we were okay. I mean, it was hot. It yeah. was like here, but um, they I didn't know this, but in the canyon, when they um, give the temperature, they're giving the temperature in the shade. So yeah. what they were saying was that it was 115 degrees at the bottom of the canyon, mm-hmm. but the hikers that we ran into, they said it was about 130, 140, and that they had to sit in the water for five hours in order to like protect themselves and not... You know, wow, yeah, yeah, it's like an oven. The, the thing, uh, the, the way it's shaped and, and the way that those rocks heat up, it, it's yeah. it's like an oven. So, I know you, yeah. you were. You were probably roughing it, right? You had lots of packs and you're crapping in a box and all that stuff. That's what, Is that what you were I doing? I stayed at the nicest hotel there was to stay at that I could find. That's hilarious. Yeah. Was, was it, but I'm interested, was it that hot down there? Yes, but you want know, to hear something crazy? I, like almost the whole time, I was wearing pants and a windbreaker jacket yeah. the entire time because when I would get splashed with the water, it's a heat stroke, right? No, no, no. And and there was only maybe a couple Dark. of times. There's only a couple of times where I was like, man, I'm a little hot. But then you would get splashed with some water, and then I was fine. I was like insulated or whatever. Dude, but, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So we did a one boat river trip. It was uh, technically 14 of us on the on the boat, it, but two river guides and then 12 guests. So. The 12 guests are all listening right now, so I got to say hi to them because uh, there were six uh, family members that were from, like, Connecticut. So right. that was uh, Craig, that was uh, Christana, that was Sean, that was Jack, that was Lisa, and that was Rachel. All right, so that was that was a whole family. And then my group, it was Evan. Evan is a huge fan of the show. What's up, Ev? Uh, so Evan and Jay and then uh, a guy named Kelly. Kelly's actually from Madison, Wisconsin. 
and then Kelly's son, uh, Mason, and then Bob and myself and um, Dan. So it, it, it seems like this thing, you've, this is the second time you've done it, that it really is sort of like a, almost like a... Um, Sort of a, an internal sort of thing. Oh you're, yeah, you're getting away. You're you're completely unreachable. You, unreachable. You right. have zero cell and service. And it's sort of like a walkabout in you, a way. No doubt. I'm curious why you did it a second time. Because it is amazing, it, and I'm going to go a third time. For the exact same thing. The exact same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, there are other you know great adventures you can find out there. And, and go to the hotel, Kathy stayed. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it nice to be off the grid though? Like it's, when you when you don't even have the option. There's no way, and and therefore you are resigned to not yeah. be able to contact anyone. Yeah, and and they can't contact you. Yeah, and and just every you know, and I definitely miss the, my family and uh, friends and and all that. But uh, I press. It, it is such a for for me. Uh, an introspective week. You know, it, it is a great week of team building, right? Because when we're doing this trip, y- you are working together as a team. You have to take, you have to unload the boat. You have to load the boat. You have to set the camp up. You're cleaning dishes and you're doing all this together. Uh, but there is like isolation moments where you're just in there with, with your own thoughts and, and hearing uh, Jace calling to you. <laughs> but it is, I don't know, man. I just, there's just something. I get that. No, no, I, about I, it. no yeah. I get yeah. that. But I'm just saying you things. could do another location yeah. and, and find another trip like that and experience a whole other, you know what I mean? I agree with you. I, um, I think it's cool that you're doing it. I'm I, just surprised that you didn't go A river and... that has an active uh, prostitute community. <laughs> well, I don't want to do another river. <laughs> I like the Colorado River. There's something um, about the rapids the rapids don't have hydraulics, right? So if you fall out of the boat, chances are you're not going to get sucked down. It's just going to wash you out and you're going to be fine. So I felt safer on that boat. Mm -hmm. And by the way, our uh, river guides, two badass women. You had Den, which is short for Denali, and then Maddie. These girls, I'm sorry, these women were like just ass kickers. And uh, and, Meryl Streep in that river movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, just absolutely just just savages and they were the best. So, uh, yeah. And and so it's just it's a really great week to just sort of, you know, get in your head and and clean it out. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking prior to this and and it's clearly sometimes you press it. You went on your... Your yeah. walkabout, I mean, walk yeah, your walkabout yeah, years ago. Yeah. It was great, and yeah. I, no, I totally, I eventually want to do something similar again, something similar to what Casey's yeah. done. And you do some hikes. Uh, there were a couple of hikes where, and again, it's like 112 degrees, Gab, and you're going up because you're all oh, the yeah. way at the bottom. There's nowhere yeah. to go yeah. but up. And so that one hike that we went, it was like, oh, oh, it's basically just a staircase all the way up. And I was like, okay, hey, I'm waiting for somebody to say they're not going to go on the hike, and I'll just hang up with them. And but everybody went, so I was like, I guess I'm going. Guess I'm going. Up. I guess I'm going. <laughs> but you know, I did it, and it was awesome. And uh, and I, I will do it again. I want to hear about Steve. Steve, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited. Yes, uh, Steve took an actual vacation. I yes. took an actual vacation. I've never and taken a, a vacation. One. Yes, I'm not a big vacation guy. You know that. I'm a long weekend guy, and I'm not. My wife's a lot, but I don't do these things. So this kind of has always been in the in the background. It was originally going to be a trip to Japan. Those are two lists that I, two things on my list that are on my bucket list, and the other was uh, a, a river cruise in Europe. And it seemed like I had to make plans for these things well in advance. And at that time, I didn't know what was still closed and what COVID things might still be in place. (laughs) And it seemed like the more sure bet would be the river thing. So it was funny because leading up to it, I'm sort of begrudgingly going, okay, we'll just do this. I was like, 12 days, 12 days? That seems like a long time. And I I don't know, you know, am I going to get antsy and so on and so forth? So basically, we, we, uh, you know, I committed to it. And got it in my mind that I was going to enjoy this. And it was a uh, a 12-day r- river cruise along the Danube uh, with a company called Tauk. 
And uh, you've seen, like, the Viking ads and things like sure. that. You see the commercials all the time. Yeah. So, um, they look awesome. Y- mm-hmm. You know what? It is awesome. Basically, you're traveling with your hotel. It's uh, uh, um, Kathy, you'd be very comfortable with these rooms. Oh, and all right, good. Uh, and everything is meant to access your enjoyment, the beds in your suite, you know, face out. There's sorry, French sliding uh, doors, and you're seeing everything passing by. You know, obviously, you, you leave the boat, but you de- you go fly into Prague. And then we traveled to uh, to the departure point, and you travel all along um, towns like Salzburg. Preston, I know you've been yeah. there as well. The Sound of Music, yeah. and Linz, and Vienna, and Bratislava. That's gorgeous. And Bishoven, yeah. uh, and Engelhardsel, and uh, so all of these places. So you're traveling Germany, uh, the Czech Republic, uh, Austria, and Hungary. You finish off in Budapest, which is for, for two days. But it's literally, I mean, you you knock off all those things on your list. And um, they're handling everything. The excursions, all that stuff is all uh, taken care of. And it's, um, you know, your, your wallet kind of stays in your pocket because you prepaid for it. And that's sort of the deal. But it was it was phenomenal. I, I, I'm a, Part of the purpose of this whole trip, too, is I wanted to get good on my camera <laughs> and, and take a lot of pictures. And every bit of this place along the way, it was phenomenal because you're in areas, by the way, that at one point were either under control of the Nazis yeah. and then inherited the Soviet Union to take care. You know, wow. the history there alone is is amazing. And seeing the difference in the classic architecture of some of these places, uh, as opposed to what the uh, the uh, the communists came in and set up these these block stark housing projects that right. are in direct contradiction to these gorgeous palaces and stuff like that but it was it was a, it was a tremendous uh, it was a tremendous trip i finally you talk about nick going off the grid yeah i needed to have really no option yeah <laughs> the best <laughs> was the only way to break me of my concern like let me just go and and do this i know you can roll over quickly on that i i envy that with you preston it takes being clubbed over the head for me to get that to happen. <laughs> I think that my favorite, you know, leading up to this, you talked about it, and the thing that you were looking forward to, I don't know if it was the most, but uh, having a hamburger on the deck as you were passing through Prague was one of the things that you wanted to do. <laughs> right. It ended up being uh, passing through uh, passing through uh, uh, Budapest. Okay. Uh, I had that burger. How was it? It was great. <laughs> I mean, there are some things every... As with all civilization, it usually, and especially in Europe, all the major cities you'd want to see f- are formed along the river. Yeah. That's how they conducted yep. commerce and everything, yep. as you well know. Yeah. And um, I, 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 what really prompted this was listening to my dad who recorded hours and hours of his journal, in a, you know, and... Uh, mm. And gave it to his us, his sons, you know, um, he's, he just turned 95 while I was away. And the thing that he, one of his summations in his story of his life was, you need to travel. If you can do it, travel. It is so paramount and yeah. so important to living a life that you can look back at and say that, you know, was worth it. And so I, I took his advice and this was worth it. Good for you. There's a big world. And there's a lot to see. Uh, and I want to ask you a very shallow and superficial sure. question. Um, the women in uh, Chechia look gorgeous. Uh, did you see that? Everywhere. They look gorgeous. <laughs> it was st- both Claire and I are turning to each other. First off, the women on average are seven feet tall. <laughs> And they all, you know, the, the, the image of the, of, the, of 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 the Czech Republic and Hungary and uh, yes, yeah, every okay. and everybody, the way <laughs> they go out during the day, the way we here would go out on a Friday night yeah. or go 
so so it's <laughs> everyone is done up. Yeah. And and you never see any you know I'm with stupid T-shirts. <laughs> uh, it's it's all it's everyone's presenting. Uh, and and very nice people, especially like, you know, like in Hungary, as I said before, Budapest, Buda and Pest. By the way, we spent the whole day. There's the two different cities, and I'm convinced we're in uh, Buda. We were in Pest. Uh, Wait, it's not one place; it's it, two places. It's, called, it's Budapest, but it is it's actually two. It's like cities. Minneapolis, yeah, St. Paul, right? Yeah, basically. Oh. And uh, and so, uh, but yeah, Nick. To that point, yeah. and, and the guys are all uh, absolutely. You know, the guy's eleven years old, and uh-huh. you would think he was thirty-one. Yeah, it's just it's it's amazing. I don't know. Maybe it's river life. My, uh, they my, look phenomenal. My best friend spent some time in uh, uh, Prague, Steve, and he just said it, it was astounding. Looking around, everybody was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, you are you are definitely impressed by that. How about the uh, the flights, the travel, that stuff? So that was different. <laughs> Uh, out there was good. On the way back, first off, and this is my recommendation, uh, if you're uh, planning on flying Lufthansa, don't! <laughs> oh, my God. Frankfurt Airport. So oh coming in and routing through Frankfurt Airport. Actually, so what would you guys consider? What is the better way for a trip to play out? Travel issues on the way or travel issues oh. on the way back. I'd, I'd, way rather back. Have ta- I'd rather have travel issues on the way. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I want, I want the end to be... Get me home. Uh, yes, I've, 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 we, we, I've, I've exhausted mm-hmm. a lot of my patience. Mm. And, and, uh, and while vacationing is relaxing, it's also very taxing, the travel part of it. Yeah, is. but sure. Steve's situation was he was uh, traveling <clears throat> to a place that was using on another mode of transportation. So you are... Like I so in in your situation, I would prefer to have it on the way home oh, like, there, there, because there, in case you miss the boat yeah, or something like that. Boat, well, yeah. that can be a real. You problem. can drive yes. to yeah. the different stops. Yeah, where the, well, uh, because uh, on my trip, uh, the, the the family, Craig and and um, and Christina and, the, and all those guys, they were coming from New York, and their flight was just straight up canceled. Do you know what they did? They drove oh. to Chicago. Wow. They couldn't they couldn't find Chicago. a flight from they they couldn't find a flight in uh, New Jersey, New York. Chicago! Uh, Chicago! Philadelphia, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. They had to drive to Chicago to fly to Vegas, and that was just to get out there. So uh, to answer your question, Steve, I think on the way home I would prefer that. Uh, I would prefer the way Preston prefers it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you do want to get home. Kathy, would, would you rather have it happen at the beginning or at the, at the end of the trip? I feel like the end sucks anyway because it's like the end of vacation, yeah. so why not just add a delayed flight <laughs> to it? Nick, uh, Nick, are you in the line with uh, that? No, I want beginning. I'm, okay. Uh, you know, get it out of the way and then uh, de-stress the rest uh, of the so trip. I, I, I agree with that. So I'd rather have it happen in the beginning. So flying back. Frankfurt Airport, by the way, is sprawling. I've never seen. There are more planes, more jets out on the tarmac. They do more tarmac um Boarding. Yeah, yeah, on the friggin' tar- That's yeah. how many uh, jets are flying in from countries you didn't even know existed. It, so we're, we're coming back. By the way, they had to cancel our flight uh, from the original return date, which would have been Friday. We we're all set to go. We're packed. We're there. We're sitting in our uh, on the on the ship, ready to uh, be uh, shuttled over to the airport, which is uh, List Airport uh, in Budapest. And uh, I look just casually look at my text messages at about 430 in the morning. Lufthansa texts us to let us know that the flight has been canceled oh just by happenstance. I look at this and uh, and so, OK, all right, we're all adjusted. 
we have to spend another day. So the, the, the next day, we depart from the airport, and we head to Frankfurt. And, oh, my God, as I said before, uh, uh, just you talk about that stress press, and you just want to get home. We go into the airport. We go through security. They've checked my passport. They've checked my tickets. On Okay, what would you figure the next stop would be, right, Preston? If Once you've gone through security in the airport, you've been passed, you've checked, you've got your ticket. What do you think is the next time you'll be asked to produce your passport and or ticket? At the gate? No. Yeah. Right. At the gate would make sense, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are in the airport. We've already gone through security. Yeah. I'm walking looking for a place to get a, a bagel or whatever. And all of a sudden, we've got to go through a second security. I'm like, what? Well, well, what did the first security? Was that just a casual thing? By the way, the day before, uh, eco terrorists had gone onto the tarmac <laughs> and cement glued their hands to the tarmac. <laughs> Somehow, they get onto the tarmac, and I can't get to a bagel place inside. <laughs> so we we clear that place, and then we're going. Okay, now we're heading towards the gate. And I'm sitting at the gate. I'm going, okay, we're, we're here. We're good to go. And behind me, I see these two um, uh, Lufthansa employees wheel out portable stands with computers on it. And so it's like that scene in Birds where the, the birds where Tippy Hedren's sitting there and there's one, one crow behind her. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what's, what's going on? I casually keep turning around. I was like, okay. And then it is the uh, the the Israelites fleeing the Pharaoh in the Ten Commandments. That's how long <laughs> the line is. Two lines. It's in the hallway. This is happening. I'm like, what is this? And I go to the woman and I say, is this anything that we're involved with? Oh no 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 no. And and so, uh, and I'm like, oh, this is too weird. There seem to be a lot of people that were sitting next to me are now in that line. <laughs> Get up to the line. Oh, they're checking your documents. I'm like. Well, the gate's right there. Right. Aren't you going to check us there again? I mean, aren't you going to? That's kind of the final step on all you need to do now is we've passed two levels of security. Mm-hmm. And now you're simply going to see if we have a ticket to get on the right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, we go, go up and they'll explain what to do. They check our passport and document on this line, which, by the way, bumps the departure of the flight, you know, that much further. And then they do it again, getting, I mean, I'm, 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 that's four checks. That's four checks. I'm like, is, I'll tell you what, guys, can I go with the waterboarding plan? (laughs) Just get it all out of the way now. And it was the most insane amount. You, once, by my line of reckoning, once you pass that, you're on your way. So, anyway, long story short, we're flying back. It's about an eight hour flight. (laughs) And halfway through the flight, (laughs) I get diarrhea. Oh, and I'm like, I think it was the uh, chicken dish that I had. I'm not, I can't say categorically, but you know, I'm an aisle guy because I like to go to the bathroom and not, you know, disrupt other people right. when I'm doing that. So I was on the aisle, and um, you know, they should have many more bathrooms. I think on your average commercial jet, you know, they should have like a, a diarrhea bathroom. I think they should you know, have like one a separate yes. one. Press. Yeah. So I'm basically uh, my diarrhea is uh, it's basically becomes a fecal Christmas club, where I'm going as trying to not spend as much time in there in deference to other people who are going to be using the same facility, but you know. The carts start coming out, the beverage carts. And if you've ever been oh, stuck, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the last thing I want to do is, is detonate on the other side <laughs> of the soda wagon. Uh, and so I'm going back and forth, and, and that's a nightmare. And I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like convulsing in my seat, and it's, I'm a human Krakatoa sitting there. 
And uh, that was horrific. Uh-huh. Managed to pull that off as we're departing. I kid you not, the, the, the pilot, and I'll explain what happened during the landing in just a second, but the pilot says, uh, by the way, now that we've landed, um, uh, we asked the passengers not to use the bathroom. And I turned to my wife and I go, that has to be because of me. I must have gone like 50 times and wrecked the Lufthansa oh, flight bathroom. Man. But here's what happened. I didn't, and I've, I've had this happen once before, but you forget how wonderfully terrifying it is. We're coming into Philadelphia. We're landing. Okay, everyone's. Now, you talk about that, that Preston, that's okay. We're finally here yeah, now. We'll get back to now. our life's good. Yeah. The back wheels of the jet. Touchdown. Everyone's going to do their getting their hands are already poised You're to do there. that. Right? Yeah. And then we hear <laughs> and it takes off again. The 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 plane, the jet takes off again at a very steep incline and um everyone's like what? And I mean that's it's cranked up and we are I'm wondering were we about to collide with another jet? What right, the story? Right. Overrun right. The runway? No no so it takes a little while because it, the, when you're a passenger on a, on a plane that's just aborted a landing, you really want some time to think and yeah. think about it before yeah. you find out what happened. Did they make an announcement? It comes on eventually, and I think we were the fourth language to get. Uh, you know, the the uh, things I'm trying. To, I'm looking through my you know my uh, uh, Rosetta Stone to try to decide for it the first. And uh, what happened was there was a heavy wind shear. It was, you remember that time? Oh, yeah. So it's coming in from the side. And, and I guess the perception was you could land, but you, oh, uh, the wing could dip over. And, oh, and wow. It, so um, we loop back around. And, hey, uh, interesting view that you probably don't get of Philadelphia. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to land. <laughs> and and uh, we came back around and did it. But it was, they gave us the explanation. But apparently, doing further investigation on it, um, there are less direct flights out of Philadelphia than, say, Newark. Yeah. Because Philadelphia has, in the uh, aviation industry and overall, uh, it's sort of hampered by shorter runways. Oh, so, I didn't know that. So that is the big issue. So whereas in, like, New York, and this is what I was told, LaGuardia extended their runways out, you know, into the river. Um, we, the rivers, uh, the, the the runways of Philadelphia's airport are apparently short and prove problematic for a lot of those flights. So, you know, a lot of times people just simply go to Newark and, yeah. and yeah. leave there. Yeah, Rochelle uh, recently flew to um, Italy. Did she go? Went to Italy. Thank you. Uh, you know, my wife's uh, <laughs> travel habits more than I do, uh, and flew out of Newark, right? Uh, because of that yeah. D- direct flight. And yeah. to me, I always I'm a proponent of rather I. Give me that direct flight. I hate the layovers. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, is that crazy, though? I mean, we we had a really steep... I mean, for, you hear the back tires touch, and then you know that sound that you're supposed to hear, which is... Yeah. You know, as, as they're throwing on the jets to slow yep. you down. Yep. But uh, that didn't happen. He gunned it, and we took off at a really wow. steep yeah. angle. How much time between the time where you took back off and then you actually landed I filled again? my seat with diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was about six minutes. Yeah, they minutes. circle around. That, they that circled same around. thing happened yeah. to me um, years ago, and the pilot came on right away, and he literally said, he went, oops, sorry, overran the runway. Oh, really? Oh. And that, we wrapped back around, and we landed, and it was 
fine. Maybe if someone hadn't jammed up the toilet, <laughs> we could have done it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was an eye opener. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard that about Philadelphia? No. That it has shorter runways. Yeah. No, I had yeah. no idea. I remember um, at one point there was a plan, Steve, to uh, elongate the runways, uh, and like many things in Philadelphia, it started and stopped. And then they were going to shift the direction of the runways because you know there's the, if you do like a puddle jumpers, there is that short runway if, right. if you're coming in, and so. Uh, they were going to try to extend that literally out into the river, um, but that that plan got uh, shot down as well. well. So- Nick, I think that there are runways uh, so they can use them in both directions because we often, I, this is what somebody has t- told me, is that um, the winds typically they'll be in one direction, but here, for whatever reason, in Philadelphia, they switch a lot, and yeah. that's why the runways have to be uh, in both directions. But they were going to add a third uh, for the uh, the length issue, Steve, and, and that never ended up happening. Mm. Wow. No, I've never had that. I've never once had a touch and go uh, thing. That that would freak me out big time. I I, I, I had it years ago when I was doing stand up, but that you know, I, I, I was a cavalier. I had no cats to return home to. <laughs> so I start, my cat's faces started flashing in my mind and I'm like, Oh no. Uh by the way, a couple of texters were asking, Who watched the cats? Yes, my, my brother-in-law okay. uh, stays at the house, and because he's a contractor, we hire him to do work on the house. Perfect. So it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, he comes by to pick us up. He's the nicest guy. And like, how is the how is the flight? We were just you know minutes off of almost dying, and uh, we'll talk about it later, John. We'll yeah. take a little time to live with this one. <laughs> but was it was your trip relaxing? Like, did you enjoy it? It, it was. It was great. Uh, I mean, uh, honestly, I can't recommend it. You know more, and then Tauk is a very good line. And they, uh, what you really care about with these things are the excursions. So in each city you stop in, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Budapest. Or the the Opera House is a classic. It's it's used in many movies. Um, you know, the 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 Prague is a gorgeous city. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. Tons of um, um, you know opportunities. Whether you're there to have a good time and and party or historically, but you can feel. Walking around those cities, it's very casual. It's very comfortable. You don't feel that you're at any risk. There's no, seems to be hardly any, if any, crime. How about your fellow travelers? Uh, did you hobnob and make friends? There was nobbing and hobbing. Yeah, they okay. were all, they're very nice. Uh, at a certain point, I thought for sure we were going to be the kids on the, on the trip. There, uh, you know, uh, there's some <laughs> older folks, but uh, no, no, there we there were a couple of kids actually on the trip, and uh, younger people would say kids. Um, we had. Um, uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, really nice uh, people. I, I, they, they kept saying, oh, you're probably going to m- make fun of us on the air because they, they found out what I what I did. And I said, no, you've all actually behaved yourself. It's good. all it's all good. So. Did you have a favorite spot where you got off and explored? Uh, I would have to say it finishes off strong with Budapest. So um, uh, Austria was, was amazing. Salzburg was, that sounded. Yeah. I didn't know about, I knew the Habsburgs were a powerful family throughout uh, European history. I had no knowledge of how wide their sway was over multiple countries around the w- world. Did mm-hmm. you have any idea? No. Uh-uh. That, you know what a prominent family they were historically. Yeah. But Kathy, I mean, you would. It was. You cannot help but be blown away by all of these places that you're seeing because you've seen them so many times mm. in movies and and you know throughout history. How many people are in this uh, ship? It was about, um, it could, usually it can, it can run with about 120. There was about 68, 70. Oh, that's, that's oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So you could, you could literally, you could go sit and, and uh, read a book or listen to music by yourself on, you know, uh, part of the ship. There's, you know how those are. They're just these long river boats, yeah. you know. 
Did you do most of your uh, sailing during the night? Or? Sometimes at night, sometimes at day. If, if, okay. it, if it benefited you to see what was, you know, you're passing through a historical city, yeah. then they made sure that they got on the speaker system and described everything you were seeing. Right. And uh, it was it was awesome. When is your dad's birthday, by the way? Uh, the 13th. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the same day as my son? I guess so, yeah. I never knew that. Uh, any other interesting stories Nick? from Vacay? Nick, do you go anywhere interesting? Uh, yeah, I did, uh, and I got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> yes, so you saw did. That. <laughs> got it all cut off. Ponytail. I did, yeah. Got rid of the ponytail finally and uh, went to see my friends at Shaving Grace, and Katie did, did an awesome job, and I love those guys so much. I hadn't been in three and a half years. The last time I got a haircut oh was gosh. February of 2020, yeah. Uh, so that was uh, great and feels a million times better, and I'm really happy turned out. Um, but I went to um, Virginia. My, my brother lives in a little town called Stanton um, and went to Shenandoah National Park, went camping there. Oh, which was right really, there. It was sun, uh, the Skyline Drive is unbelievable. Uh, Andrea and I have now been to 17 national parks together, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think up to like 26 or 27 total. Um, and uh, took Ben to UVA, uh, checked out Charlottesville, um, which was awesome. Saw uh, Miller's where Dave Matthews used to work as a bartender and <laughs> had dinner there. So I paid my respects to uh, Dave's old haunt. <laughs> He's in town this weekend, by the way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it, it was mostly Preston a relaxing trip. You know, it was a, a long drive down and a long drive back up, but it was worth it. It was really cool to spend time with family. Um, and Shenandoah is, is so cool. It was 95 degrees walking around Charlottesville, hot as balls. And then we get up into Shenandoah, and it's like in between 2,500 and 3,500 feet. And it was like upper 70s. It was uh, perfect camping weather. Nice. Even you could have done a calf. Nice. Mm. And Marissa went biking across Canada. I did. That? Well, it started in uh, Lake Placid was our first stop. The, we only we left with two stops planned: Lake Placid to climb Whiteface Mountain, and then uh, to see the Foo Fighters in Quebec City. Wow! And then everywhere else, we just planned along the way. Hey, was that a festival? There's... It was. Okay. It's called Fec Festival. It's been around for. Sell it for me, please. I believe. Fec F U. F U. No. Letter U. Um, it's really cool to be in a festival in like a whole other country. And, you know, it was like a Bonnaroo-esque um, kind of place. We saw Starcrawler, who played Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. And, um, I and there was a kid that knew Marissa from the Mike Portnoy drum-off video. No. Yes. So <laughs> really? we're standing in the crowd in the middle of Quebec City. Um, thank goodness a lot of people do speak English. Matt and I tried our best to learn French along the way, and it was... Uh, comical? Very comical. <laughs> um, he tried. I did not. Um we were just, you know, chatting with people around us, and um, the kid started talking about how he loves drummers, and he said Mike Portnoy was one of his favorite drummers of all times. And I was like, oh, you know, my coworker played with Mike Portnoy. He's from our area. And I just started Googling, you know, WMMR Mike Portnoy, and he saw the thumbnail of the YouTube video. He's like, I've watched that video like 20 times. <laughs> there you go. Wow. How cool is that? 12. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I also have to say hello to, while we were driving, um, you know, I was just flipping around radio stations, and uh, I found a guy who was based in Montreal. His name is Bethel Butts. Bethel. It's not Bethel. Um, and he met us at the festival. He's like, oh, stop he was it. just playing. He had a You Call It Friday night. And so he was playing music, and I DM'd him, and I was like, hey, we're driving up from Philly on our way to the Foo Fighters. So he said hi to us on the radio just, oh. you know, a few seconds later. And uh, We have some Americans. <laughs> <laughs> very much, Steve. Yeah. You know, it's very funny. He actually helped us get around in the festival grounds a little bit, and we hung out with him later on. But we found a lot of live music along the way, which is really cool. In fact, um, we were at a bar in Lake Placid. And uh, we stayed late, and a bunch of, like, 
counselors came in and somebody got on stage and picked up a guitar and started playing. And, you know, the person on stage was like, where are you two from? We were the only people in the crowd they didn't know. And we're like, Philly. And these two people turn around. They're like, we're from Bucks County. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, oh, my God. So Kathy? If, <laughs> if anybody out there has two kids who are teaching a camp in Bucks uh, in uh, Canada, Lake, Placid, Lake Placid, your kids are doing great. Oh, uh, <laughs> great. Uh, but we had some great stops. We stopped in a beautiful place called... Uh, while Rivieras is having another festival and found some great restaurants along the way. Canada's and great. did some great uh, mountain biking. Well, it was meant to be not mountain biking, but turned into mountain biking. And then we went into Portland and uh, Bar Harbor and Banger along the way, too, on the way home. Oh, nice. So we just kept making stops, and it was a lot of fun. Wow. How, how many days were you on the road? Um, Three. I think <laughs> from... <laughs> Like the fifth to this past Saturday. Wow! So, so you went to Bar Harbor. Did you go to Acadia Park? Uh, so I had texted Nick Elmy, who's from Maine, and I asked him for I asked him for a lobster recommendation. And uh, the place he recommended was so good that we were so full. We were like, we can't do a ride right oh now. <laughs> so oh. we just went to the beach, and then we ended up getting on the road and stopping in Portland uh, okay. for the evening, which is a really fun city. Um, so there's a lot of places I want to stop back in Maine now. I'm actually putting together a travel blog right now that'll be on PrestonSteve.com because a whole bunch of people have reached out asking for restaurant recommendations and um, bike riding recommendations. So that'll all be up there. Awesome. Maine is awesome. Yeah. Maine it is. is. Awesome. It's so beautiful. It's like yeah, I want to go back. Every little town is gorgeous and there's just it's charming all over yeah, the place. You had talked about going there this year. Yeah, right? and it, uh, this time around it didn't work out, but I also love Lake Placid. Right? So mm-hmm. That's a cool trip. Uh, a lot of hockey. Yeah. 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 Part of the reason it's why like I like it. all hockey. Oh, by the way, the Czech Republic, by the way, too. Huge hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. Tons of, they, they just love You didn't hockey. see Yager, did you? No, <laughs> I did not, yeah. <laughs> I did while we were up there. I saw John LeClaire uh, on TV while we were oh, in Canada. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like at the restaurant? <laughs> no. But I was like, oh, we're officially in Canada. Thanks now for doing it. The variety show. Wow. I'm Montreal Canadian. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, because I did uh, have a birthday while I was in the Grand Canyon, and uh, Nick, it was like, I, I couldn't have planned it any better. On July 4th, we did Havasu Creek, and like that, to me, that's the pinnacle of, of the river trip is, is getting to Havasu Falls, and it's just this beautiful oasis in the middle of the desert. So I did that, and then we did um, uh, the, one of the biggest rapids on the river called Lava. And, um, but really cool, this guy, Evan, who's a fan of the show, when I woke up, you, you get up at five o'clock every morning, right? So I, I wake up in my cot. You love that, Kathy. I, yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, but he, he threw this thing on my chest. And I was like, what is this? And he got it's me. It's a turd. It was a sash. <laughs> it was a sash. Oh, really? uh, it was a birthday sash. It said birthday girl on it. Uh, uh, and he had a cake. Uh, they, had, they had a card. Everybody signed the card. And they that's said, awesome. I actually almost cried when they sang happy birthday to me because at that point I was like, really missing my family. I'm like, yeah. oh, was this the right decision to not be with my family on my birthday? And they all started singing and I got so like, they, a little bit choked up. They brought all that stuff down with them knowing that your birthday was going to be... No, they they make a cake. Every, they they cook out of a, a Dutch oven, which is amazing. You hold the blanket over your head when you fart. <laughs> yeah, so Maddie was farting in this blanket, and boom, cake. Uh, no, so it was like a really great spice cake. But the sash, I don't know, it was like a tiny little thing. Yeah, it's it's a, a river little, sash. They keep them on all the boats. Yeah. But they thought ahead. They did. Because it was your birthday, and that's, that's a kind gesture. Nice. It was nice. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, there you go. We had some time off. We had some stories to share, and we appreciate... 
you listening to said stories, and hopefully you either have had an awesome uh, adventure this summer or you have one that's pending before the summer is up. Make, if you can do it, obviously not every young yeah, has the time off, but it, it, you, you owe it to yourself to take that that break. You yes, know? most definitely. And whether you go around the world or just hang around here, it's yeah. great to have some time off. So. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. Don't forget, we do have a concert announcement coming up with the uh, music news and some other good things to get into. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Steve sent me an interesting article, and I was curious if you guys are aware that the latest bachelorette mecca has become Cape May, New Jersey. No kidding. It has become an unlikely hot spot. Bachelorette parties? For bachelorette parties. What? Yes. It's in the Inquirer today. I mean, I believe it. I love Cape May. It's a great little spot. I mean, I just did a girls weekend uh, in June and we went out in Cape May and there were like there were spots that I didn't. I I always think of Cape May as a family town and, you know, kind of like relaxing. But we went to a place in Congress Hall that I couldn't believe was there. I had no idea in the basement. Yeah, the brown room. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Love that spot. That was a party spot for (laughs) sure. Where did this happen? Like like dance club or what? Yes, there was a Caligula. It almost reminded me of I don't know. If you, this is this is going way back, but do you guys remember Rex's in Westchester? Mm, they no. used to have live music. It was just this like grungy feel, and it's sort of like you know what Congress Hall is. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It was almost like a separate community. You would be upstairs, and you know, there's people in suits asking you if you need help. You know where you're going. Then you go downstairs. It's just like all brick room that was. I mean. Jam packed. We could you could hardly get up to the bar to oh. get a drink, and there was a live band playing. Casey, it's both. It's the brown room and the boiler room. There's okay. two two different rooms. Yeah, okay, Congress Hall's awesome. Wow, it's a little dungeony slash um, yeah. uh, like wine cellary. Okay, but yeah, I like cellar. But it is, but it's not dingy. It's nice. Oh no, yeah, it, it, it was nice. But I mean, it was it was just like a 
sweaty mess party. So I could mm-hmm. easily, on our girls weekend, that's where we went. I could easily see okay. bachelorette parties going. In this article, uh, it states, uh, in recent years, groups of women have increasingly descended on Cape May's beaches and bars, often carrying male genitalia-centric <laughs> paraphernalia. Okay. We need to open up a shop down there. They pull up around town in jitneys, golf carts, trolleys, Ubers, limos, a range of companies cater to their needs, peddling everything from luxury picnics to private vegan chefs to liquid IVs. <laughs> Isn't that what happened with Nashville? Nashville became oh, yeah. the bachelorette place. And since founding Crash the Cape last year, Midgarden said the bachelorette market is exploding there. Actually, when I was there, a whole group of girls got out of these large uh, SUVs, obviously, you know, some sort of driving service, <laughs> and they were all in sequin outfits, all different colors. And then, of course, the bride was in white, but they were a bachelorette party coming okay. into party. Yeah. Uh, nearly 250 bachelorette groups have planned trips to Cape May this year through Hawk. Yeah. A bachelorette party planning app. Come on. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to CEO Mike uh, Petrakis. And uh, it says here that many more visit Cape May. Hi, Mike. Without using the app. Uh, he expects the final number to be 10 to 20% higher this year than last, a particularly notable spike considering there were so many weddings last year. You're a single dude then, right? Mm-hmm. That should be your man. destination, right? Does, does it seem to you guys like bachelor parties have become less a thing and bachelor yes. parties? Yes, right? oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. the, the, the day of the, like the stag party and the, uh, yeah, the you know, this big thing with yeah. the strip cover. Just, no, I, I and what they're saying, Nick, is monetarily... The bachelorette parties of this nature generate far more revenue. It's got to suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, they're so expensive. It's so funny because well, it, it depends on what age you are, too, because it used to be, dude, there's a bachelorette party over yeah. there. Now it's like, oh, my God, there's a bachelorette party. <laughs> <So annoying. laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not too loud. You know what, too, uh, I think has shifted, at least from when, you know, I got married and all my friends got married, was the, the female, the, the bachelorette party was usually local or yeah. to the shore or, you mm-hmm. know, in, in, to Atlantic City. Like not destination. Do, and and then the guys would get on a plane and go fly somewhere crazy. Now, Where the whores at? Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it's sort of switched. Like, I, I'm seeing more people, more of the, the bachelor party yeah. staying around and the girls taking off. Kathy, you know where the big one of the biggest bachelorette party destinations is? Where? Nashville. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Jinx. 28,000 parties on Bach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and in Scottsdale, yeah. 11,000 parties on Bach. It looks so good here. Uh, and uh, so Cape May's only at like 250, and that doesn't even touch like Atlantic City had 700 parties uh, through that. Still, though, for a town yeah, that but a lot yeah, of people would size. describe as, yeah, small, I wouldn't it's say. Quiet. Qu- lazy, sort of, right? I mean, quiet. It's laid, laid back. Laid back, yeah. I hate to ruin the joke, but is it back? Or yeah. batch. B A C H is probably batch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can still do but that. But it's spelled like Bach. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sebastian. Uh, two th- <laughs> in 2000, I think it was 19, it was before COVID, um, I planned one of my best friend's bachelorette parties to Nashville, and it was a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is a great town, a great city to visit. I mean, there's, if you want to party, there's music everywhere. What I did mean, that dude say to you? The, uh... I know. Uh, <laughs> I forget. I gotta. It was, it was I gotta ask her. A she, classic pickup line. She would remember. Yeah, I turned around and he had gold teeth, and I was scared, and I yelled and ran away. Uh, gold teeth, huh? But That's, that looks nice. And you know what? A place like that is. 
constant party from the second you wake up and you walk out of your hotel like Broadway is just it it's bumping right at the beginning of of the day and it goes through the evening. But K May's got like a lot of great little spots. It's not just you know like Washington Square or whatever that is or uh, Beach Road. If you go off, like, there's a couple of vineyards that you can go to, like the oh, Willow yeah. Creek Winery. Yeah. and yeah. yeah, so that's mentioned in this article. Oh, is it? So, okay. Yeah, there's a, uh, it says local businesses have noticed too. The captain of Tiny Cruise Line, a BYOB cruise. That's me. Has found himself. <laughs> I'm the captain. Piloting nearly nonstop bachelorette parties on Saturdays. Put on this tiny life preserve. <laughs> Put it over your hand. Well, the girls have to love that, this tiny little yeah, guy yeah, driving yeah. around. My friend and I biked to the winery from Cape May, so we didn't have to drive. I mean, we were on bikes. I don't know if that was you all right. You can get but... a BUI. I've heard of that down the shore. I have heard uh-huh. of it, too, but we were okay. Uh, they have... Uh, and we had a few sips, guys. Day sipper tours. Day sipper. Uh, which shuttles groups to local wineries and I distilleries. I day sipper tour. In a time. I just started about day sipping, sipping a day away. To sip a day sipping away. Sipping it all the day away. <laughs> it's okay, I'm on a bicycle. Be careful now, ma'am. Oh, I'm fine. You, what a, are you doing? That's a woman? Yeah. 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 She's sipping the day She's away. She's sipping the day away. Yeah. I just got off my bicycle seat and I heard her. <laughs> Good day, sipping. Gone the whole way. I realized I was actually part of the bike. <laughs> so. Just sipping. So the day sipper story. The Beatles. Song. That, that just, it's, it. it's like yeah, like Norwegian wood. Oh, a day tripper. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, I think their phrase should be "sipping the day away." Sipping the day away. But their theme song should be "day sipper, day tripper," a, a parody yeah. of uh, the Beatles. <laughs> you know how it goes. This reads my book. We don't have day tripper. Unless it's two words. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's it's two words. Here, okay. Just yeah. look at the Beatles. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it as one word. My bad. All right. All so, right. anyhow, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Day Sippers, uh, day sippers Tours, <laughs> which uh, shuttles groups to local wineries and distilleries. if you know it. In a tie-dyed van has seen a nearly 30% increase in bachelorette signups uh, this year compared to last year. Uh, Willow Creek Winery. A popular destination used to see three bachelorette parties on a Saturday, uh, but it's now it's more like thirty. He said, "That's the one that I went to." Zipper, uh, and in so so much so, the winery had to institute a balloon policy: no helium balloons, <laughs> more nitrous to keep the sky clear. Um, and uh, many there are many virtues to Cape May: lots of restaurants, uh, Victorian homes uh, for the historically inclined. Uh, a few late-night bars for the uh, drinkers, beauty, beach, chill vibes, wineries, and cruises on offer. Have you guys been to a beach plum farm in Cape oh, May? Oh, yeah. I had breakfast you know, here. Yeah, I have great. not been to Cape May in it's, decades. Steve, it's your jam. Like that, that, it is. That's, of all the beach towns... I would think Kate may be the one you would like the most. Uh, everyone raves me now that I know that I can I can be a day sipper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I should check it out. <laughs> um. So besides, you know, that's the boys Ringo Jabo and him. <laughs> yeah. What Ringo Jabo and Peter? <laughs> John Bo. John Bo Peter. And Peter. Yeah. Not in the pair. Um. So I'm playing my Knickerbocker. 
Scottsdale, Arizona is apparently. That's where Kathy's hair looks good. A big location. <laughs> it does. My hair looks great in Scottsdale. Were you in Scottsdale? Well, you're uh, in I, Sedona. I was. Yes, we uh, were. Which in is Scott- near there, right? We Isn't were in it? Scottsdale as well. Yeah, I think it was like two hours. Do you okay. remember when Jace was concerned about Casey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long were you in Scottsdale? Uh, three days. Did you sip at all during the day? I first I sipped. Okay. She's a day sipper. Day sipper. Uh, we stayed in the pool from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. because it was so hot there was nothing else. To it's do. 90 at night, right? Like it's. Oh, it was like I, I, this is. It felt like somebody had a hair dryer and they were blowing <sighs> it into my face and not pulling it away <laughs> to give me any relief. Wow. That's what it felt like. I think they said in the pool was fine. They're setting a record for number of days over yes. 110. Yes. Not over 100. Yes. Over 110. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, going back to the bachelorette party, I want to go to Taylor here real quick. Taylor, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Taylor? Hey. <laughs> so, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, welcome. Um, I'm so excited to finally get through. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to talk about, um, I not Kate May, I think the Poconos is actually, like, the big place for bachelorette parties. I went back in May for mine, and we went to a bar up there, uh, Lake Harmony specifically. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah, that's where we went. So we went to Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so we went up there. I was like the first one in. I think and we were just sitting. We ate dinner first. Um. We were there for karaoke night. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went in, and then like all of a sudden, there was like one bachelorette party, and it was like the country theme. So it was a girl in like a cowboy hat, all that stuff. Um. So then, probably like five minutes later, I don't know. There's another one that comes in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like, there's no way there's going to be three of us. So there's another party that comes in. And I'm like looking at my bridesmaids and stuff like that. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> and then probably like 10 or 15 minutes later, there's another party that comes in. So you, so, so Taylor, you had no, you just figured this would be a unique place to go have your bachelor party. You had no idea it was sort of a bachelor party mecca. Yeah, exactly. I went, like, I'm not a party person, so, like, me and my girls, we literally would have, like, a reading time in the beginning of the day. We weren't out. <laughs> we weren't out, like, all night or anything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought it was going to be relaxing because, you know, it's up in the mountains. It's, like, it's out of nowhere. And I'm from New Jersey, so, like, and I've never been there before. Yeah, it's great. So, it, it was really nice and stuff, but I went up there thinking it would be, like, a nice, relaxing thing. Yeah. And then... <laughs> There's all these parties coming in, hooting and hollering, like, yeah, we're here to party. Like, like, all this stuff. You know what I bet so, would be a good location? Because we just had the, the Cardboard Classic for the first time at Montage Mountain. That town, yeah. that would support, and that facility would support a bachelor party environment nicely, I think, right? I mean, in, in general. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would assume it was. I didn't get to go to the Cardboard Classic this year. I oh. wanted to, but I didn't get to go. It's not um, lakey, though. I've heard. Yeah, that's the I'm only sorry. thing. If you, yeah, did you guys spend any time on the lake? Um, no, we actually didn't get to. We were going to mm-hmm. go um, rafting, but we actually didn't get to. So, <laughs> Just to go day simply. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a certain point, I mean, but Kathy points out it is from, and they and articles and things I've seen that address this culture. Uh, that it's from the time you wake up till nighttime, you are around the clock yeah. well, partying. You, you remember the uh, there was a trend with the bachelor parties for a while. We had the guys on. I think it was either like a movie or a book, but remember it was like some sort of beer Olympics. 
and then and this then yes. for mayor. They yes. would take it. The guys that would David take Faustino. <laughs> Kath, I remember that there, there was a, at one point they were like blindfolded yes. and they had yeah. to like a fun... find the beers yes. and, yeah. and chug them. And, yeah. Yep. So uh, bachelor parties were doing that in the Poconos. Um, like probably ten years ago or so. Mm. I think. Do you think that bachelorette parties are are more organized and structured for maximum enjoyment, whereas a lot of times there's just sort of. I mean, my bachelor party was. Very, I was with my brothers in law and we went bowling. Yeah, I had no. You know, yeah, as a non drinker, I wasn't going to get. You know, I mean, I think it depends on you know the yeah. person planning it, but of course, like I went, I made an itinerary when we went to Nashville. Like people knew we went to see Tori Amos. Did you see dongs at all? <laughs> did you guys do the male stripper thing? We didn't do the male stripper thing, but we did do the um, the tractor, uh, like instead of like a um, you know the bicycles that go around the city and oh know, the, can, the the movable bar. The, the movable bar yeah. we did uh, like it was like a John Deere tractor and okay. it pulled us around the town and then there were <laughs> Casey the strippers who were, had to be dressed because they were outside would like jump on the side of the tractor okay. and, like, isn't there a male stripper there that keeps a bullet tucked under his nuts <laughs> no that was a guy in the bazaar oh, okay. <laughs> that was a different story uh, did uh, did you guys have all the phallic uh, accoutrement with you you know what um, it was a little bit of a classier uh, bachelorette party uh, no I don't think bosses. no I don't think we didn't have anything like that but I mean we had because there was there were 18 of us that went so we all traveled in we oh. had like little welcome packages in each of the hotel rooms we had um, I contacted a company out there that actually went like shopping for us and got like alcohol and drinks and decorated the room so when the bride wow. showed up everything was decorated yeah it was cool see that's a lot more planning than I think would go into uh, there have obviously been some legendarily uh, meticulous bachelor parties. But it seems to me on the whole, there's a lot more planning that goes into a bachelor. I, I think more uh, bachelor parties now are guys doing a, you know, a golf weekend right. or, or, you know, going to, uh, you know, uh, a, a travel sports event, you know, going to a Phillies game in a city or Sesame something like place. that. Or Sesame Place, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like the go out and whoa, get yeah. crazy. crazy. I mean, I'm sure everybody, they're, they're drinking and having a good time, but I, I, but I think the ladies have taken over. Well, and you know what also... As far as, like, the noisy, outrageous party You get party your STD checklist. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, this one was, you know, we were all a little bit older, so I think the reason we had so many people go, it was basically, like, 90% moms, and yeah. so we were like, we're thinking about planning, and yep, right. yeah, I'm yeah, here. let's go to town. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going? I'm there! At, yeah. Like, everyone was there. But there were 18 <laughs> of you? 18 of us. That's a large... That's, that's huge. That's too many people to but try you know with. What? It you was... need to be in Nashville on this weekend and watch Human Centipede before you get there. Nick, you know what? It was awesome and it was uh, because I planned it out so I... Listen, I planned it out very well that I literally gave them an itinerary and was like, look, this is where the bride's going to be. If you want to join us, fine. Yeah. If you want to go out on your own, that's fine too. You could open a business. Yeah. You should. I sent that... after We talked about it when, when I came back from that trip and I got so many emails. I sent the exact exact same itinerary to like different bachelorette parties. Oh, good call. And, yeah. Ooh, bachelorette activities. You yeah. can call your company <laughs> Bach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, by the way, if you do have a bachelorette event coming up, they're saying Cape May is kind of a rising star in a destination. It's not too far away. There's some cool stuff for you to do there. It's a beautiful town. Do you think we could make one bala a bachelorette party destination? <laughs> we worked hard we, enough. We have a very active basketball court in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be careful. want to get shot. Mm-hmm. might get killed. All right. Well, listen, uh, I want us to take a break. But speaking of parties and ladies and all that mm-hmm. type of thing, uh, I have a pair of VIP passes to join Sarah 
and Marissa for an MMRBQ ticket raid and ladies' night at Club Risque in Philly. And it's this Thursday, the 20th, from 9 to 11 p.m. And our VIPs get a guaranteed pair of physical MMRBQ tickets. And the MMRB is going to be on site to give away tickets every 15 minutes as way. All ladies at night get free admission to Club Risque. And your first drink is free. The first 30 ladies get a pair of limited edition collectible Preston and Steve boy shorts if you go to the event. But I have the VIP passes, and I will give them to callers uh, 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. So it's this Thursday night at Clubbers, Clubbers Gay in Philly. Did uh, Greg do the graphic that we're seeing up on the screen here? Because those are those are very risque appropriate pictures of Marissa and Sarah. They look, uh, they have a come-hither look about yeah. them mm-hmm. in those photos. So I'm not really sure, Steve. But we'll take those callers and we'll set you up. And we'll come back in a moment. We've got some beers to share. Stay down. MMR rocks the 36th annual Bend to the Shore Bike Tour. Sunday, July 23rd. Join Casey Boy and Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for this charity bike ride, raising money for the families behind the badge, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit supporting families of fallen and critically injured first responders. Whether you do the 65-mile classic route over the Ben Franklin Bridge or a less demanding, we'll all finish at the post party in Atlantic City to celebrate. For details and registration info, go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra and visit Delco. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, some more stories to share with you. Let's get to them now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Right, this morning is brought to you by the Valley Forge Tourism and Convention Board. July is Crave Montco Month, a celebration with promotions that highlight the hundreds of eateries, breweries, and restaurants that make Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, the East Coast premier dining destination. Boy, this is a wild story. Investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board have demonstrated that an Apple iPad likely jammed against a co-pilot's left pedal prior to a fatal crash of a Rotec helicopter services Chinook in Idaho last year. Oh, man. It was an iPad getting jammed in the wrong place that caused this thing to crash. The Boeing CH-47D had been filling its bucket along a long line in the Salmon River when it began spinning to the left. Eyewitness video captured the helicopter continuing its counterclockwise rotation as it descended and impacted the river just 13 seconds later. Although ground firefighters on the scene quickly extracted the pilot, Thomas Hayes, and co-pilot Jared Bird from the water, both men ultimately died from their injuries. Oh, man. The NTSB has not yet released its final report of the accident, uh, which will include the determination of probable cause. However, the newly opened public docket for the crash contains an exemplar helicopter and iPad examination summary that details how investigators established a source of damage on the flight crew's iPad, which was recovered from the river with three distinct gouge marks and a bend from the back of the case forward toward the screen. Apple iPads and other so-called electronic flight bags, or EFBs, have become common equipment in aircrafts uh, and used for flight planning as a supplemental navigation aid and to replace paper documents, among other purposes. Investigators pointed out that Uh, The co-pilot's flight helmet would also further have complicated any attempts to retrieve the iPad as the helmet would have contacted the visor uh, over the instrument panel. So this is like, you know, your um, 
your floor mat in your car getting Same stuck thing. on the accelerator yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like things like that, like that that you don't consider at all can cause something traumatic to happen. I had my boot one get jammed under the, you know, uh, the acceleration, the accelerator pedal, and that was a nightmare. Yeah, while operators are generally required to conduct risk assessments before adopting EFBs, there's often not an explicit requirement to consider the risk mm. of it as a loose object in the cockpit. So they're going to rethink all that. Stuff to minimize that, yeah. Again, which is pretty wild. I'd never heard of anything like that before. A British nurse lost her job after the hospital learned she had maintained an affair with a patient for over a year, ending when the man died following a sexual encounter oh with her in the hospital's parking lot. Oh, my God. In Wrexham, Wales, by the way. Wrexham. Nearly killed him. Football team will be here next Friday. Wow. Uh, the man known as Patient A was receiving dialysis treatment as he died of a heart attack. Your bed, Pam. Uh, during the late night meeting in January last year, Penelope Williams failed to call for an ambulance after the patient collapsed in the back of his car. Uh, patient A died from heart failure and chronic kidney disease triggered by a medical episode. Uh, the episode triggered an investigation and hearing before the Nursing and Midwifery Council Fitness to Practice panel, which heard testimony that Williams had ignored advice from colleagues who had urged her to call an ambulance. Patient A had met Williams through work when Williams was helping to treat him for his condition. When emergency personnel eventually arrived, they found patient A partially naked and unresponsive. Williams had called a colleague instead of emergency personnel, and the colleague urged her immediately to call an ambulance, only for Williams to delay in doing so. Uh, she was crying and distressed and asking for help. He tried to explain that someone had died. It's the strangest thing. He appears to have choked on pubic hair. The colleague <laughs> ended up calling an ambulance instead who found patient A dead upon arrival. She claimed that she had spent only about 30 to 45 minutes in the back of his car just talking. Just talking. Uh, she further explained that the patient started groaning and suddenly died. Uh, she later admitted the ongoing relationship and that she had met up with him that night for a sexual encounter. Her admission at a later hearing in May resulted in her final dismissal from her job. And the board, the board had determined that Williams had brought the nursing profession into disrepute, by the way. You can't do that. You can't go disreputing. Uh, a drunk driver in England uh, crashed twice and set off uh, his airbags before continuing to drive on the wrong side of the road towards an ambulance. I'm day tripping. The driving was described by judges. Sheer lunacy. Uh, Gary Hillman was more than three times the limit when he drove his uh, van uh, and later told police he was drinking vodka. How do you drive with the airbag? Deployed And had been knocked unconscious during one of the crashes, which left him confused. Uh, he collided with a security fence. After going too fast around a corner, he failed to stop and report the accident and carried on driving. He entered the highway. As he approached a roundabout, he crashed into Central Reservation, which resulted in his airbags being deployed. He then turned around, stuck his head out of the driver's side window in order to see over the airbags. <laughs> And he was said to be driving slowly, but veered into the wrong side of the road on which he traveled for three quarters of a mile. This guy looks like Andy Serkis's slower brother. At one stage, uh, Hillman drove head-on directly towards an ambulance which had its lights illuminated and sirens on. I can't see because of the bag. He was stopped by police and was described as unsteady on his feet and slurred speech. A blood test uh, was taken, which revealed he was over the legal limit, and he had a previous convention uh, conviction related to violence in 2021. So. I love the concept of him leaning out the window because the airbag <laughs> is obscuring his I, vision. I had to see over the airbag. <laughs> I want to be safe. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. All right, this is uh, a messed up story. Um, a woman is dead. This is in Maryland. A woman is dead after a person stole a forklift from a Charles County business and ran her over in a parking lot before fleeing in her car early Sunday morning. It was at 12.40 a.m. Officers were called to a home improvement store for a report of a burglary in progress. According to witnesses, a person broke into the business, stole a forklift, and then uh, fled by ramming the gates. Officers searched the area. They found the forklift at a nearby home improvement store. There was no sign of the suspect. However, officers found a woman underneath the forklift, and she was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities said it appeared that the suspect encountered the woman in the parking lot of the business, struck her with a forklift, and fled in her car. Fork your brains out. The woman has not been identified. It's unclear if suspect or not. And there you go. That's the last story I have. How random can you get? In the bizarre file for you. I know. It's bizarre. All right. um, uh, Another mention real quick. Uh, We have the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship. It's back. Returning to Valley Forge. And the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino Resort. So, if you'd like to be one of our fierce competitors in this competition, go to PrestonandSteve.com and you can get entered there. You're going to need a photo and some information about yourself. Belly flop nickname, walk-up music. And by the way, it's an all-sexes event. So, in the past, we tried to do uh, different men and women's divisions. We're doing it all in one thing. So, men, women, whoever. And it does not matter. Uh, you, you think belly flop, you think, well, I have to have a big gut in order no. to do this. Not true at all. Some of our best ones <laughs> have been thinner people that just smack the water. Uh, and it's also style. It's however you want to be presented. It's kind of like professional wrestling, to be honest. It, it is. And if you're not sure about how the this is all executed or what the contestants have been doing in the past, the videos are all up on PrestonSteve.com. Yep. We have $500 cash prize for first place that's going to add, uh, we're going to add more prizing to that. Uh, plus cash prizes for second and third to be announced. And spectators are welcome. Come on out. It's 21 and over event. And it's sponsored by Valley Forge Casino Resort. And it is this, or I'm sorry, it's Thursday, August 3rd, 6 to 8 p.m. But details at WMMR.com. So we would love for you to get signed up now. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We have music news. We have trash. And we have a concert announcement as well. Stay with us. for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, um, we're going to do today's lesson question. Here we go. Let me see what we have. I'm sorry. I'm not prepared. I will get prepared right now. We have a four-pack of Six Flags Great Adventure tickets. And the question that we will ask this morning is... Steve's friend Rocco changed his name to which other strange name? 215-263-WMMR. I remember this one. Yes, and it wasn't really what he changed it to, uh, but he changed uh, Rocco, changed uh, his uh, his name from Rocco to what other strange name? 215-263-WMMR was in around 7 a.m. If you were listening and you heard it, then we need to hear from you. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Getting engaged? Get the perfect engagement ring from Family and Company, South Jersey's diamond destination. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jason Aldean booted off stage in the middle of a song during a concert in Connecticut on Saturday night. Fortunately, the audience was able to correctly surmise that the rest of the song probably involved a pickup truck and hot country nights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Neo White, the TikToker who suffered burns on his face after a chemical peel, has been awarded $1 million in his lawsuit against Diamond Faces Skincare Bar in Atlanta. White says he should have been suspicious when the esthetician put on a welding mask. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, the Island Boys. You know these idiots. They say there's nothing romantic between the brothers after they posted a video of them making out with each other. Yeah. Kodiak Red and Fly Soldier say they keep their antics purely platonic and virtually never swallow. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> All righty. I'm curious if somebody knows the answer to this question. Steve's friend Rocco. Change his name to which other strange name? 215 215- 263-WMMR is the number. It was said a couple of times, but uh, pretty quickly. Uh, let's see if you were paying attention and if you know it. We're going to go to Zach, see if we can get the answer. Hi, Zach. Good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy. So uh, Steve's from Rocco. Change his name to which other strange name? Pud Squirter. Pud Squirter. It was Pud Squirt. Yes, that is correct. Yes. And so technically you got it right, Zach. Congratulations. Hang on. Four pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. And you can celebrate summer at Six Flags Great Adventure. Come early to experience the thrills of your favorite coasters. And then stay late to enjoy spectacular fireworks every Friday and Saturday night. Or bring your appetite to the park's newest festival, Flavors of the World. Featuring tasty cuisine from seven countries. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Good boy. All right, it's powered by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate. 
up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at pgwenergysense.com. Uh, it's official. Guns and Roses will release a new single, according to the band's longtime production manager, Tom Mayhew. Uh, they got a bunch of music already recorded, and a new single should be out any day now. And describing it, he said it's kind of like Appetite for Destruction. Really? Yeah. Gun- so it's Sweet Grandchild of Mine? Uh, maybe Your Sweet Grandchild of Mine. Uh, GNR's most recent release was Hard School, a four-song EP, which came out in February of last year. By the way, we'll end Music News today with a concert announcement. Just wanted to throw that out there. Speaking of Guns N' Roses, Slash has collaborated with Demi Lovato for a new rock version of her 2017 song, Sorry Not Sorry. And it will be on her upcoming album of recordings titled Revamped, out on September 15th. Yeah, there's a a possibility we're going to get her on the show to talk about it. She's really excited about doing this rock record. Excellent. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty fascinating. And, um... And I've heard that the Slash track is fantastic. Okay. Uh, Lovato Lovato said, Slash is an iconic artist who I've been a fan of for years, and she called it an absolute honor to work with him. Uh, Meanwhile, Slash is on the road with GNR and will also appear on the Barbie soundtrack, by the way. And uh, uh, he and Wolfgang Van Halen both lent their guitar talents to the song called I'm Just Ken, which features lead vocals from Ryan Gosling. That's pretty wild that he's doing, he's now a gun for hire like his, his dad did occasionally. Yeah. Uh, Seattle rock band Candlebox dropped a new single called Punks from their fir- final studio album called The Long Goodbye. Frontman songwriter Kevin Martin commented about the band celebrating 30 years. He said, you think that you're invincible and you try to grab all those things that come along with being in a hard rock, in a rock band and twirl, well, but inevitably you're left with yourself. And if you don't have something within yourself that can keep you grounded... What are you doing it for? Is punk short for Punxsutawney Phil? I think it must be. I think it's a tribute to the first most famous groundhog. The new 10-track collection will be out on August 25th. Candlebox is currently on their farewell tour, and they're playing shows across the country with three doors down. I always liked Candlebox. What, were you a uh, fan? Yeah, I like a couple of their songs, but uh, yeah, they're a solid rock band. Alice Cooper is being honored by the state of Arizona, where he lives, as they are now issuing specialty license plates with his picture on it. That's pretty cool. Alice Cooper commented, Arizona is known for great sunsets, cactus, and the best Mexican food, monsoons, and now an Alice Cooper specialty license plate. Uh, And we hope that many of my fellow Arizona neighbors will get this specialty plate for their cars and motorcycles to support teens in Arizona. Uh, the Alice Cooper's Solid Rock Specialty Plate supports his teen charities, or I'm sorry, his teen centers in Phoenix and Mesa. Uh, the designated $17 goes to provide a safe space for all teens ages 20 to 12 to 20 to spend time, receive positive mentorship, and free music, art, dance, photography, and recording studio lessons and opportunities. I've this been pushing for a Justin Timberlake inspection sticker, but no traction yet. <laughs> it's not much. To ask it's for, not a lot at all, uh, to be honest. So, uh, and then Billy Idol has shared the original video uh, for his hit "Hot City." Uh, the song, which was a top thirty hit in the U.S., will be on the expanded reissue of his self-titled 1982 debut album that came out on July, or that comes out on July 28th. Uh, the two-CD package includes the original 11-track album. And a recently unearthed 12-minute version of White Wedding. 
Uh, there's also a full concert recording from 1982 at the Roxy in West Hollywood. There's a 12-minute version of White Wedding? Uh, yeah, for one reason or another. And, of course, he's going to be playing the M.M. Barbecue on September 16th. We might get to hear a version of that. I would think so. Maybe not the 12-minute version no. of... He'll leave out some of the guests. White Wedding. But I forgot. It. There's There are a handful of songs I'm like, oh, yeah, Hot in the City. I haven't heard that yeah. in a while. It's a great tune. Uh, so he'll be on the bill with uh, Shinedown, Larkin Poe, Aaron Jones, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and uh, Local Shots artist Vixen77. If you want to get your tickets, get them now. <laughs> Go to WMMR.com for details. You, you were just talking about Slash. He just did a show with Slash, Billy Idol. Really? Yeah, in Paris, I guess. The hardest man, man, working man in uh, rock and roll. One other quick thing. Do we have this uh, clip of Rivers yeah. Cuomo? Yes. Uh, so he's... I have not seen or heard this yet, but he's in an ad for Short Guys Clothing. Yes, it's a company that markets specifically towards shorter men. All right, here we and go. Explain My it. name is Rivers Cuomo. You might know me as the lead singer from the band Weezer. As you can see from the cover of any album that has the four of us standing in the line, I'm the shortest one. Shopping for clothes has always been frustrating for me. I try stuff on and it just doesn't fit. It's like kind of baggy. And then I show up to the gig... And, like, everyone else in my band looks totally sharp, and I'm, like, all frumpy. I look like a kid wearing a grown-up's clothes. Look at these Ashenuri clothes. This is my exact outfit that I wear on stage for our current indie rock road trip. I was always the guy who didn't care about clothes because I'd just given up. Now they fit. They look all right. So who knows? I might become, like, Mr. Fashion. I, I do use a smaller guy. I don't know how short. <laughs> He is. Five six. Sure what his height is. He's five six. That's what he says. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Short guys clothing line endorsed by Rivers. Weird. Oh. He gives us some cred. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last thing. Concert in Nierenschmidt. Uh, we are happy to present this show. Uh, this will be taking place Saturday, November 18th at the Keswick Theater. And tickets for this particular show that I'm going to announce. We'll go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via AXS.com. And we are happy to welcome back to Philadelphia, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. It is called the Mammoth 2 Tour 2023 with Nita Strauss. And the dude can rock. He's played the MM Barbecue. And has proven himself uh, many times over now with the songs that have been released from him. So, Saturday, November 18th at the Keswick Theater. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via AXS.com. And if you would like a link to all of the details, including the pre-sale password, because there's a pre-sale. And I don't have the details on that, unfortunately. But you can text the word MAMMOTH. To 39333, and we will send you that link. And if you want to win tickets, you got to listen to Jackie Bam Bam all this week. He will have your opportunity to win those tickets. So listen to Jackie Bam Bam tonight. Again, Mammoth Van Halen, or Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Saturday, November 18th at the Keswick Theater. And tickets on sale this Friday. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second, wrap up the program. Word of the Week prize. We'll get you that first letter when we return. Local shots. Artists of the month. Hailing from right here in Philadelphia, it's Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. Q 
Hear them on the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The Preston Steve Show. Uh, coming to a close. First one back from a vacation. You never know what you're going to get. No. When you return from having a couple weeks off, will you still be, you know, will we be in sync with each other? Today was fun. I enjoyed it. And great to hear about you guys having those awesome vacations. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, some pretty yes. adventurous things taking place. So um, I would like to thank our only guests who were in the studio this morning. Uh, we had Mr. Mark O'Connor and yeah. Stephanie Mack who were in to promote. The Ben to the Shore bike race, which is on a Sunday. Not really a race. It's a ride. ride. Yeah. Um, And uh, Casey and the WMMR team, WMMR Rock and Rollers, uh, in full force. But there's room for you. You can text Casey Boy uh, to 39333 to get the details and to also just donate. If you don't want to ride, you can donate. Casey's trying to raise as much as possible. Yeah, I set a goal to raise $10,000. I'm only $9,000 away from reaching that goal. So. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's awesome. Pretty close. Pretty close. I was thinking about asking some uh, some of the mansion people to listen to the show to donate. Uh, if you want to. Why not? We do that know mansion great. people. We yeah. do know a couple of mansion people. And then I was like, man, should I offer... To maybe do a naked belly flop if I reach that ten thousand dollar goal. <laughs> yep. And you mean privately I, or at the uh, at the belly flop championship? Yeah. And then did. I thought, no, I'm not oh. going to do that. Kathy no. will though. Ah, yes. <laughs> she'll step up. <laughs> I think you should offer to cook dinner for someone naked. Oh, naked. Well, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that around food, do you? No, you don't. Yeah, you don't want that around anything. <laughs> Uh, so it was nice to have those guys in this morning. The event is on Sunday, by the way. And WMR.com for all the details or just text uh, Casey Board to 39333 and we'll send you a link to all that information. Good to see you, sir. It's been a while. Great to see you kids. You were on vacation before we went on vacation. I was. And so we haven't seen you in three weeks. It has been. Yeah. It's too long. My, you've grown. I have. <laughs> I have grown. And uh, I, and Nick got a haircut. Yes, yes, he did. Did you put that on Facebook? I did. Uh, yeah. It's one of my posts on Facebook from last week. Yeah. I saw it. I saw it. The ever-changing looks that you've had through you the years. You saw one of my posts on Instagram? I don't I don't know. I, I don't you, know how some I stumble upon things. I got you. Uh, you've been more active on Instagram lately and I, I have. Yes, and, yes and, I have. And I was uh, surprised by that. There were some lived to post. There were people who were commenting uh Pierre, Pierre saying that you should be next after I got my hair cut and I said that is never going to happen. Well, no. I have always believed in changing up my look. I know. <laughs> it's very, very important. You made up a thousand. You're basically the Lon Chaney of uh, of radio. a contemporary yeah. radio. Very yeah. much so, yeah. Steve. Yeah, and uh, made up know, a thousand faces, a thousand faces, and more importantly, a thousand looks. Sometimes you'll come in here and we'll see what looks to be like a marine drill sergeant. Right. You'll peel back the latex. Ah, uh-huh. it's me. Yeah, it's a chameleon thing, <laughs> you know. So um, I, I believe in the change up. Very good. Uh, how about our letter of the day to get started? I believe in that, too. All right. Why is this not going? Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. W, as in welcome back, President oh, Steve. Thank Kathy you, sir. Casey, Nick, and Marissa. All right, and we have a and pair, Connor. A pair of... Uh, <laughs> and Kyle. And Kyle. 
Uh, and soup. Where's soup? She's right and here. Soup. Soup. Yeah. Well, actually, soup. Connor never left. Yeah. He was here for all three weeks. That's right. All right, so we have a pair of uh, Terrace Club tickets for the Pocono 400, and it's this Sunday, July 23rd, Pocono Raceway. Tickets include a uh, shaded seat for the race, pit paddock passes uh, to get up and close to the cars, and the pit pre-race, and food and beverage as well. And NASCAR weekend at Pocono Raceway, July 21st through the 23rd. Uh, tickets at PoconoRaceway.com. Look for Kathy's dad there. <laughs> he will be there. Um, what's happening on this fine Monday? I've got Tidal Wave and Jelly Roll. Oh. Tidal Wave and Jelly Roll. Yes. Uh, nice. When uh, I saw it first, I thought that was a band, Tidal Wave, <laughs> but apparently it's a festival uh, in Atlantic City, which Jelly Roll will play at. Mm. And so I've got tickets for that to give away. I also have workforce blocks of the police and live and uh, Don Henley has a birthday coming up, or had a birthday coming up, or the Eagles had an anniversary <laughs> coming up, or have an anniversary. Something, One of those. There's happening. something happening which will cause me to do a block of the Eagles. Excellent. It's his birthday on the 22nd. Okay, so that's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Right. I Sharp think... as a knife tack. Thank you, <laughs> the fine sponsors of our radio program. Uh, we are brought to you by Duncan. The President's Chief Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll give away a tattoo. Tattoos. Listen up for your chance to win. And our friend, uh, uh, Chef Brian Duffy. We haven't seen ah, yeah. uh, Chef awesome. in a little while, so yeah. he's stopping in. And uh, we'll see what else we can get into as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a lovely day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.